At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. We're getting ready for the show tonight, live here on Fox Sports Radio. We got a big guest list coming up. We'll, we'll, we'll hook up with Arnie here in a second. So I, I'm watching the Pelicans-Lakers game. Because tonight, tonight, this is a football show probably 90% of the year, right? I mean, understandably so, yeah. Right. This is a football show. Arnie's a football guy. I'm a football guy. I'm a college football guy. I'm a football guy, right? But tonight, it's it's an NBA show because it's the final night of the regular season. We're approaching the play-in game or the play-in tournament, however you want to describe it. And there's there's a little drama. So this shows you where Arnie is right now in his preparation for the show. I'm, I'm literally watching the Pelicans-Lakers game, and I get this text from Arnie. Uh-oh, there goes the season. AD hurt his ankle. Now, <laughs> now to Sager. He stayed in. My, thank you. My first thought is as I'm watching this, and no offense to AD homers out there, but, but you guys Davis, you guys we're referring it. to. And by right. the way, this was late third quarter. Lakers are up 10 with 10 minutes to go now. At the time, we said in studio when he was, the game was stopped and he was like, bent down and mm-hmm. holding the ankle. We all said, why is he in the game right, right. in the they're, first they're, place? They're controlling the game. They're, they're good to go, right? So, Well, it, it doesn't matter this result with the Lakers because yes. Portland's dominating its game and the Lakers are not going to be able to pass Portland because yeah, they lose it, the tiebreaker to Portland. It, it, it's irrelevant right now. You're playing in the play and you're playing against Golden State. That's it's right. going to be fun. Everyone's going to talk about it. But here's, here's the part, though, that made me laugh. Him texting season over. When he had spent three hours last week telling us how the Lakers were done. Now, I know that 
that his opinions tend to change like the weather in really? certain parts of the country. I don't Didn't know if you've know noticed that. that no, or not. I haven't seen that. But yeah, so uh, apparently the Lakers are done round two, DeSager, but. For an injury that wasn't even an injury because he came back in the game and didn't even miss any time. But I understand with Anthony Davis, every single time the dude goes down, it looks like it's something that could be career ending, right? I mean, it, it honestly, every we had, there's been college football players and I mean, I, I can remember this name vividly and some of the Sooner fans that are listening, there's a guy named Ron L. Lewis, they called him the hammer. One of the, and he played in the NFL. He played with the Lions for a couple of years. Might have been one of the baddest dudes I've ever seen on a football field. And, I, and I've seen a lot of bad, and I don't mean that in a, I mean that in a good way. Like he was a bad dude. He came with bad intentions, and he was a real, he was a good football player. But every single time he went down with an injury. You thought he was done for his career, right? I, I'm not kidding. It's like four doctors are out there. They're over him, and you're like, oh, no, Ron L's down. He, Hammer's not going to get back up. He might be done. And well, legit, people did the same thing wondering, oh, I see Durant's not moving well right. or Zion's not moving. Right. Oh, Oladipo's right. out for right. real this time. Right. Every injury is the end of the world. And then all of a sudden they pop up, and you're like, oh. I guess he's going to be okay. That, to me, to Sager, is Anthony Davis, right? Every single time he goes down, and granted, he's been hurt, so maybe everything's a little bit more hypersensitive right now. But in my hum, in my humble opinion, I think he's going to be okay. And if I'm a Laker fan, I'm actually feeling pretty good about the way things are going. Uh, unfortunately, with the way the injuries mounted up, and yes, LeBron is still in this game. I Had a good I, week. LeBron's yeah. looked good this weekend. He's I'm returned. feeling good. Yeah. I'm feeling good about things if I'm a Laker fan. But... Uh, let me ask you this, because I'm sure Arnie's going to tell us how horrible it's been and how it's all sucked, and it's been an awful day in the NBA. But did, did, did you kind of get some of that drama, I think, that the NBA was looking for? At least yeah. in the storylines leading up to the game, you got them, right? I did, but it's more the case of when you're single and cooking spaghetti and you just throw a spaghetti strand against the wall and you see if it sticks to find out if it's done. They, they threw the strands against the wall, the league. They had everybody play. So it's kind of like when we get a good college football day. Well, of course right. we had three games because there right. were 50 on TV. That's I right. hope we had three good games. Here we had 15 NBA mm-hmm. games all all of the same. That doesn't happen on opening night, but it happened here on the final day of the season. So, yeah, we got a little bit of drama. I guess the Knicks clinching the four seed today was a little bit of drama. I mean, the Celtics didn't play their regulars, and that started the theme for the day, right? I mean, there was no Kawhi Leonard or Paul George tonight. By the way, this is not me speaking. Many Go NBA ahead. people did notice. Boy, did you see how the Clippers just tank the weekend? They're not going to be in the Lakers bracket. They're going to get to play Dallas like they want. Everything's good for the Clippers going in. Dallas was trying to tank tonight, but you know the Clippers one-upped them on that, so Dallas is unfortunately going to have to rematch with a Clipper team that certainly has beaten them in the playoffs. By the way, a, last year. a fascinating game that is coming down to the wire because you mentioned the Clippers and the Thunder right now, which what, we still got, what, a minute and a half left in that game. Mm-hmm. I can flip around here a little bit. Neither one of these teams want to win this game. I mean, and, and I know it, it's kind of irrelevant now with the Clippers because the way things are set in the West, but – I'm not I'll we'll have to ask Todd Furman about this when Todd comes on next time. By the way, we got a great guest list lined up tonight. Rick Buker is coming up in our next segment. Next hour we're gonna talk to Todd Furman. Eric Pincus is staying up late with us in the final hour. But this may be an historic tank job by the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're already up to fifty losses in a shortened season. That when they hadn't they had 
they had a winning or they were I don't want to say they had a winning record, but they were they were on the cusp of being a competitive team with Shea Gilgis Alexander if they wanted to heading down the stretch of the season. I think I think as Oklahoma City sits at 21 and 50, I want to say they had 19 wins at the All-Star break. They were at 19 and 24 <laughs> as of March 23rd. 19 and 24. They've won what is that? Two games since two, then? Two. And one of them was against the Celtics. And I think they backed into one, like against the Rockets or somebody Toronto. else to where Toronto, thank you. That's right, Toronto, who uh, suddenly sucks. So, yeah, this is one of the – and I'm watching this game now, and it's actually kind of hilarious to see the substitution patterns that are in, that, that are in place because, I mean, Pokashevsky, all of a sudden, you know, Thunder fans are like, oh, Pokashevsky. I'm like, he's being guarded by a dude that was, like, waiting tables last week that the Clippers <laughs> signed to a 10-day contract. I mean, they're, they're pulling out all the stops. If you want to see bad basketball at its best right now, what the Clips and the, and, and the Thunder have going going on, which Oklahoma City, you know, by with more teams that are involved in the lottery now and kind of the way that they've set up to try to eliminate tanking. But what's ended up happening to Sager when you have more opportunities, more teams will tank, right? Oklahoma City was the team that we looked at like, oh, they're going to tank. They have one win since March, Oklahoma City. Yeah, 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 yeah. one, one. Um, Then all of a sudden Houston was like, wait, wait a minute here. They're passing us. if, If we end up falling out of the top five are the five worst teams. They get our pick. We need to suck. Then all of a sudden, the Pistons are like, hold up here just a little bit. Whereas also with Minnesota, which is around 50 losses, is that pick conveyed to Golden State? I mean, it's some of, not even some, a lot of the NBA regular season. I know it's been condensed and all of that, and there are reasons, but a lot of it's just been NBA action. It's craptastic. That's been what the commercial should have been this year because there are too many times. I'm glad they weren't selling out arenas i'm glad they didn't have full capacities because the product didn't deserve it this season. we we've gone as far and i'm not ma- i'm not turning this into an oklahoma city thunder show show hey um, that's a w for the thunder look out are, is it a final it is a final oh my gosh thunder fans are going to be irate right now make it three wins in the second half of the season for <laughs> oklahoma city as they knock off the clippers tonight my personal favorite part of this game is because uh, i'm watching the final seconds now is in in most most in game situations when it's like a three point game, one of the teams would be like calling timeouts or strat. Nope, nothing, not a thing from Ty Lue. Yeah. Let's just let's just get this over with. I mean, they let some dude get a follow dunk when no one boxed him out. But what what's been fascinating is there's some of us that are even speculating because Oklahoma City never allowed fans this year. They they shut the doors like, oh no no no, we're not allowing fans. I almost think it was strategic. To say, listen, we're not allowing fans, but honestly, yeah, y'all don't want to. Yeah. You don't. You don't want to see this this year. So they end up with their third win. So, uh, Desager, just real quick, because you've been all over this before. I dive into a couple of Aaron Rodgers notes, and mm-hmm. we continue to effort Arnie. We're set now, right? I mean, there's nothing yeah. that can happen in these latter I mean, games the, the that are going to change games, the plan. The other games are not final. Five right. six minutes to go, but they're yeah, we're set. Uh, the game of the evening in sports is the fact that the Portland Trailblazers are winning at home which forces the Lakers into the play-in tournament this week. The Lakers could be eliminated from the playoffs by Friday. 
in other words. That's how it works. Not even a best of five early, you know, a chance to lose one or two. No, no. <laughs> you lose Wednesday and Friday, your season is over. This is yeah. a team that is should be the seven seed and starting its best of seven series in the first round this weekend, but not with the play-in tournament. So for the Lakers to move up to the sixth seed and avoid the play-in, they would have had to win tonight and Portland lose. Why? Because they just lost head-to-head to Portland and therefore lost two of three, lost the tiebreaker to the Blazers for the season. Uh, It was interesting at the top of the Western Conference that a Phoenix win today at least kept them alive for the top seed. Despite the resting the starters, they won by two at San Antonio. But Utah is going to clinch the one seed in the West because they were dominant in their game at Sacramento. It's still two minutes to go, but 117 to 92. Utah is going to be the number one seed in the West, which is uh, news for Utah because A, people don't believe in them nationally, and B, they came this close to gagging the number one seed. They had three games against Houston this uh, against Phoenix this season and lost all three. They would have, because of that, lost the tiebreaker, (laughs) lost the one seed tonight if they didn't come through. Yeah, they were down first quarter, but they're going to win by double digits and then some at Sacramento tonight. Two minutes left. For hot water that never runs out, go tankless with Navi. And Navi and tankless water heaters provides endless hot water for spa-like comfort. Visit tanklessmadesimple.com and save hundreds with local rebates. Tanklessmadesimple.com. I want to read this one tweet. Because the Thunder winning does have some serious ramifications on the actual lottery. This is, this is from one of my friends just sent this. I swear, you crap on the entire season to set it up for the last game and then go out and win? <laughs> Watching a tank is horrible, but then being stupid enough to screw the whole thing up the last game? Why lose all season? It's just ridiculous so basically what you have here if if you're a fan of tank tank city tank city which is what okc minnesota houston detroit and orlando have been with the win tonight the thunder moved to 20 uh, 22 and 50 on the season so that means that essentially the the ping pong balls go more the direction of orlando detroit and houston than they do oklahoma city <laughs> What'd you say to Sager now? Three wins in the second half of the season? Yeah. Three. Three. All yeah. season long. Well, I mean, it's second half in quotes because it's just an odd season and it's an odd schedule. But yeah, they were at 19 wins as of March 23rd. And they had two wins in the last, what, what is that, couple of months it's until horrible. tonight. It's but absolutely th- horrible. The bad teams that you mentioned, I mean, there's five teams that had at least 50 losses this year. On a shortened schedule, they only play 72 games and you're losing 50 out of 72. If you're the Rockets, you're losing 55 out of 72 games played. Uh, That's how bad some of these teams are. So the best odds to win the lottery, is this right? Is the Orlando Magic will have the top odds to win the lottery after the Thunder win tonight over the Clippers? Unbelievable. All right, um, so here's what we've got going on tonight. we got a busy show. Rick Buecher is coming up next. Todd Furman in hour two. And our buddy Eric Pink is staying up late with us. I've got tons of NFL to get to. Where are we with the Aaron Rodgers saga? Regular Sunday night guest Peter Bukowski had an incredible article this week because as I've talked about on this show, I've been fascinated with the win. I'm a big who, what, win, where guy 
uh, who, what, when, where, and why kind of a guy. When. I'm, when. Yeah. I'm fascinated with the W-H-E-N of the Aaron Rodgers saga. When did this turn? Is it as far back as his frustration with when Mike McCarthy? When do I get to talk? What are you going to let me talk for crying out loud? <laughs> we were hoping so, to keep you out of an hour. Yeah. Oh well, we're going goodness. to a break you right just now. just yakking and yakking and yakking. Well, I mean. We are the New York Knicks. We did lead with, with Knicks. Them? Okay, we yes, we Knicks, did. So you're good to okay, go. Okay, just wrap it up. By then. the way, Portland wins. It's official. The Lakers will have to have the play-in game Wednesday night hosting Golden State. Which, by the way. Golden um, State going to win that game, too. Denver went all in tonight. Denver didn't sit their starters. They just got their asses kicked. They, so. Yeah, they pulled them in the second half once right, they were Right, when losing. they were getting smoked. Yeah, exactly. But, like, so that is set in stone, by the way. The Clippers finishing fourth with their loss, and that means Denver's in, what, the 3-6 against Portland. So things are settling in. We'll dive into what it all means next as Arnie joins us and Rick yes. Buecher right around the corner on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. How are you, stinking genius? I'm doing good? well. I'm doing good. good. My Knicks won with the number four seed. We're going right. to beat the Atlanta Hawks in the first round. Let's go. Let's go. 
How do you feel about the Sixers potentially in the second round then? Mm-hmm. Joining well, us right now to give us more perspective that. on that is Rick Buecher. Hey, Rick, Arnie, obviously a big Knicks guy, so I'll save that for him. <laughs> I, I'm curious, just your thoughts in general on kind of the drama of the last day. Yeah, some of it was was taken out whenever, you know, you had a few yep. of the results early. But how, how do you think this played out on the final day for the NBA? Something they want to repeat? Oh, yeah, there's no question about it. Simply because we went down to the final day of the regular season with so much up in the air. That's ultimately what they were trying to accomplish with the play-in games. I hope they also consider staying at 72 games because I think that was a factor too. Uh, It's only 10 games less, but it made everything more meaningful. And I think with a regular training camp, uh, regular uh, off-season, teams are not going to – coast early the way some of them did but uh, there's no question I and I dare say that if you talk to anybody in the league uh, there they would they would confirm that I, this is the the whole play-in concept and uh, how everything is played out it's exactly exactly what they wanted and we've got more uh, more excitement in store because we've got some really interesting play-in games coming up as well Rick, I, I think if you lose to the Rockets in Oklahoma City, you should be thrown out of the playoffs. What, what are the Clippers doing? What, what's going on here? I know they didn't play their guys, but I mean, you don't want to. You want to finish the year losing to the Rockets in Oklahoma City? Well, I, I do. I, honestly, I don't know how much you would gain by beating those teams because they're so bad. It would only give you a false sense of what you're running. And considering you know where Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, let's not forget. Both of those guys missed time this year with injuries. We just saw LeBron James. I don't know if you're keeping an eye on this. LeBron James uh, came down wrong on his right ankle, and they, he walked off the court uh, and, and is not playing. Anthony Davis uh, tweaked, tweaked his ankle. So that's the risk that you run in terms of uh, playing guys when you kind of already established where you're going to be. I don't – I really I don't take anything away from that. The Clippers demonstrated for the better part of this year that they were playing with a different mindset than they did last year. I think the chemistry is different. And, well, whether they wanted to play uh, the Dallas Mavericks in the, in the fifth spot, I think that they would have had an easy time whether they were in the third or fourth spot playing either Dallas or Portland. But certainly they have to look at Dallas and say, hey, you know what, this will be, be a good tune-up series for us. Um, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't have a problem advancing. I would dare say that they would have felt the same way if they were in the slot against the, against the Trailblazers. And so uh, I, I'm not, I'm not going to take anything away from the fact that they, they, they laid down these last two games. Mm-hmm. I, f- I find it fascinating what happened between Denver and Portland as Rick Buecher joins us on Fox Sports Radio. Because Denver could have easily kind of pulled the Clippers, right? And said, oh, we want to avoid the the Lakers getting the six. They played their starters, and the Trailblazers brought it. Now they rested him in the second half. But, man, I got to tell you what, Rick, I was impressed, and I've been impressed with Portland down the stretch. I have, too. And if I was going to, you know, call for an upset right now. Now, obviously, look, I I, I dare say Denver didn't show anything that they plan on using uh, in a series uh, yeah. against the Blazers tonight. So uh, we, I don't want to take too much from this one game, but I do think that the, that the Nuggets are vulnerable simply because if you can make things hard on, on Jokic, 
then, you know, there's no Jamal Murray there. And the rest of those guys, I'm, I've been impressed with the evolution of Michael Porter Jr., but I don't know that he's ready for primetime uh, postseason action. And you've got a couple of big bodies uh, to go up against Jokic, including Nurkic, who knows him well because they were teammates in Denver. So I, I really like this matchup. I've not been overwhelmed with the first three seeds and their ability to replicate what they've done in the regular season in the postseason. And I would include the Denver Nuggets in that mix. I think the, the Blazers uh, should feel very good about who they have to face in the, in the first round. And in spite of being the lower seed, that they have a very good chance of moving on. Rick, the real MVP, of course, Julius Randle and my New York Knicks. Oh, what a, yes. what a matchup. I, I, I love that. How many, how, wait a minute, how many minutes have we been on? That's going to say thanks, this Rick. Long, <laughs> it took this long. I'm, I, I I'm love quietly that. disappointed. <laughs> I love that matchup against the Atlanta Hawks. I really do. I think the Knicks, I think it's important not only the Knicks to win for the for the Knicks fans, I think it's good for the NBA if the Knicks get, get out of the first round and see who they'll play in the next one, but I, I think that's a great matchup against the Hawks. It is a great matchup, and I, look, I have kept expectations low when it comes to the Knicks in the postseason because they did have a great regular season, but you're still looking at Julius Randle and Derrick Rose as your go-to guys with the game on the line, and uh, I'm trying to think who they were playing the other. It was the Lakers, the shorthanded Lakers, and uh, Tibbs played Derrick Rose, 22, practically 22 straight minutes yeah, trying yeah. to eke out that win. <laughs> and, I, and I wasn't, you know, I thought, Tibbs, like, you're, you're killing yourself to win this one game and go 4-2 and two on this road trip rather than 3-3. Three and three. Like, it's, it's Tibbs not being able to help himself. It's why they have a great, they've had a great season. But sometimes, like, you just got to fight to live, or you got to live to fight another day. And... That's my I, – I, this is the thing with the Tibbs team and with the Knicks in general, which take pride in the fact that they have played uh, close to their uh, capabilities on, on a near nightly basis, and that has uh, put them where they are. Now, the problem is you're going up against teams that can take it another level. Do the Knicks have those kind of guys? And mm. their bench has been such a big part of – why they have the regular season record that they do. And generally in the postseason, you shorten your rotation. So that's not as much of a, of of a factor. The starters go longer. So I, but all that said, I, I love this matchup for the Knicks and I love the fact that they could catch the Brooklyn Nets in the second round because I've been saying it for a while. I, I, I see the Nets as a potential second round and out team. And uh, just because defensively they're, they're not there. So this is, this is, you know, they, they styles make fights and you've got exact opposites between the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks and how they play. And defense generally, generally carries a little more weight in, in the postseason. So I'm, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but I would love to see a Nets Knicks series because oh. I think that would be a lot more competitive than people think it would. Be. Oh, I would love that too. Love it. I'm sure you would. Um, hey, final thought for me: is, is it okay that I'm pretty jacked up about the Warriors and the Lakers in the playing yeah. game on Wednesday night? I think that's going to be awesome. Why not? I mean, yeah. 
I, I, I just hope it lives up to our expectations. I hope it's a game. I hope we get like for the for the Warriors, they have to keep it as a possession by possession game in the fourth quarter. They can't like there's a certain limit to the magic of Steph Curry. If if they're you know if they're down double digits, it's going to be hard for them to win that in the in, in the last minute or two. But if it's not, if it's any, if it's seven or less, then we should have an exciting finish. And again, you know, the other part is we just what what's going to be the condition of LeBron James because he tweaked that saying that I believe it was his right ankle that he had yeah. the high ankle sprain on. He just tweaked that again toward the end of this game tonight. And uh, if he can't, if he's not active, if he's not able to cut and move, then their offense is not going to be any better than we saw it for the last couple of months, which made it one of the you know bottom 10 in the league. And as good as they are defensively, uh, you know, people quietly sleeping on the Warriors. I, I don't know quite how they did it without a real rim protector, <laughs> but they were they finished fifth in the league in, in, in defense. And so they've been getting after it. And uh, I, I would I'm with you. I'm I'm jacked to see that if there's any play in game that I would want to see, it's it's that. And we'll just see if Curry's got any magic left. Let's go. Thanks, Rick. Love we it. appreciate your time, man. Thanks, You're Rick. awesome. My pleasure, guys. Rick Buecher, NBA insider, uh, an outstanding follow on Twitter with great perspective on all things NBA. You can find Rick on Twitter at Rick Buecher, B-U-C-H-E-R. Twitterless, Steve DeSager comes rolling in to get us caught up wow. on everything going on in the world of sports. What's up, Steve? And let's update as the Lakers will be hosting the Golden State Warriors in a playing game Wednesday. The winner Wednesday night goes directly to the first round of the playoffs against two-seed Phoenix. The loser on Wednesday night has to play again on Friday to try and save the season. We said it earlier in the show, it is possible that the Lakers postseason ends on Friday already. Wow. Because two losses in this play-in tournament and you're done. They're losing the Golden State, I promise you that. Two games. Promise. They're going to no, lose Wednesday the and the then lose game. the second game didn't against someone second, else. Didn't okay. Say the second game, just the first game. All right. By the way, read Steph, my lips. Ste- yeah, they're a little hurt on radio. Steph Curry clinched the scoring title today as Golden State beat Memphis 113-101. Curry averaged 32 points per game this season. He scored 46 today. Golden State's won six straight going into that Wednesday play-in in L.A. The Lakers have won five straight going into that game. Lakers won their season finale at New Orleans 110-10. To 98. The Lakers could not move it up in the standings because in the last couple weeks, and this was their key game of the last month, they lost to Portland head-to-head. Therefore, yep. they lose the tiebreaker to the Blazers because for the Lakers to move up in the standings tonight and avoid this play, and they would have had to win and Portland lose. Portland certainly did not lose. Finished the season at home, dominating Denver. It was 11-0 early. Blazers went at 132-116. to The Portland Jeez. Trailblazers are the sixth seed in the West. They avoid the play-in. The Blazers are at Denver to start the first round best of seven. Utah wins tonight to clinch the number one seed in the West, 121-99 to at Sacramento. That's good news for Utah because Phoenix did win the day game at San Antonio, 123-121. The Suns at least put a little pressure on them, a chance to steal the one seed in the end. The Suns had gone 3-0 against Utah during the regular season, would have won the tiebreaker, but no, Utah's the one seed getting an easy win tonight. 
Minnesota and Oklahoma City with victories as well, just for the record. <laughs> wow. The Knicks beat Boston 96-92. Regular yes. season is over, and the yes. Knicks are the four seed in the East. Milwaukee is the three seed. Brooklyn Nets won tonight to clinch the number two seed in the East. James Harden was out for rest. You know, the Nets had all three of their stars on the court yesterday for the first time in three months. Philadelphia had already clinched the one seed in the Eastern Conference. Into the Basketball Hall of Fame, the 2021 class, 16 people total, including Chris Bosh, Chris Weber, Paul Pierce, and others. Now, what we had yesterday on TV were the ceremonies for the class of 2020. Of course, for obvious health reasons, they couldn't have that last year. That class included Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett. The 2021 class's induction will take place in September. Hall of Famers, new Hall of Famers named today include Ben Wallace, Tony Kukoc, and Bob Dandridge. Three NHL playoff openers, Islanders in overtime, one at Pittsburgh today 4-3. Minnesota then won in overtime 1-0 at Vegas. And tonight, Tampa Bay scored late to win 5-4 in regulation at Florida. K.H. Lee took the Byron Nelson Classic by three strokes, his first tour victory. He now gets the last spot in this week's PGA championship alex bowman won the nascar race at dover and by the way do you know the name john force this is not nascar yes i do hit drag racing for many years this guy today was first in the funny car field at north carolina i bring it up because john force is 72 years old oh at 330 miles per hour roughly huh. in a chevy camaro now granted it's drag racing he's going for four seconds but yeah 330 miles an hour at 72 years old You're just driving straight congratulations john force <laughs> they don't all drive straight i think we know that much back to you uh, thanks uh steve so there's the other story tonight that we joked about off the top as we welcome yeah. you back to arnie and plank on fox sports radio and that's the lottery so Houston and Detroit, along with Orlando, have the three best odds for the number one overall pick. Both, uh, well, all three of them are at 14%. With its win tonight, Oklahoma City went from a 14% chance to an 11.5%. Oh, so it's, what I mean, are they thinking? It's not that crazy. Uh, but their chances for a top four pick it does drop from 52% to 45% now. So they tanked all season long, and then <laughs> it was almost as if the Clippers wanted to lose more. Ugh, I still think that's night. embarrassing. I don't, I'm not, I, I don't agree with oh. Rick on that one. I, I think that's just – I, I feel like they purposely went out of the way to make sure they didn't have to play the Lakers um, just in case the Lakers ended up in the sixth seed. They didn't want to be in the three seed. Oh, I absolutely, positively, 100% agree with you. Yeah. On that, but if in that instance, though, Arnie, why should they even care, right? Because the Lakers stink now, according to you. So wow. everyone should want to play the Lakers in no, the first I mean, round. Be honest, so you do want to go in with a little momentum. Does it make sure. a difference that you lost to the Rockets? Oklahoma City is what one in uh, what twenty one. They won one game against the Celtics hey, during an two. embarrassment. They beat the Raptors too. So oh, don't be bad. disrespecting no, that I'm second sorry. win. You know, Bobo brought up this point last week, but let's let's remember. When the Lakers started in the bubble, they only won like one game. They won their one game to clinch the number one overall seed, and then they were awful from there on out. But this is obviously a much different situation. I'm not just making this relative to the Lakers, Arnie, but to the Clippers and then 
my gosh, Denver getting smoked tonight, but I do think that's going to be a fun series between the Nuggets and the Trailblazers. And, and tell me if you think I'm wrong. I think for the first time in a long time, even though we're just getting back to going to sporting events, I'm not so sure that the Laker home court advantage is going to be as strong as it usually is. People are going to come in, see that the Lakers are a seven seed. You know, they won the championship last year. I think people are going to be a little complacent and, you know, maybe not have that strong home court advantage, though. Well, I mean, what's their percentage at right now? Is it is is it still? I mean, they're not going to have that strong home court advantage because it's still at a percentage. But I, I don't care where you're ranked. If you've got a chance to play Steph in a play-in game, and then when you get in that play-in game, you've got a chance to make a run. I think I don't know what what is it at right now, guys. Is it still at like fifty or sixty percent at Staples right now? I don't think that where they're seated is going to affect the crowd at all, Arnie. I really well, don't. Well, I mean, maybe it'll be a strong crowd too. I mean, the, 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 I was listening, watching the uh, Knicks game. I think they had like 2,000 people there. It's something like 20,000. It was amazing. No, so, I mean, I mean you guys up, haven't. Yeah. We just gave a starving man <laughs> a cracker, Arnie. He's going to lose his mind. That's a Knicks fan right now. You yes. guys have been starved for years, and we've given you a, a, a buffet dinner, it seems, instead of a cracker. So I'm excited. Listen, we haven't done this yet, so let's real quick. Let's run through the way the NBA playoffs are set up. Yeah. And then you, you and I, I know you and Aaron had a chance to get after it last night here on Saturday night on Fox Sports Radio, but we haven't even really had a chance to dive into the schedule release, which I know you've already got everything figured out. I'm still in the process of trying to to dive into how strategic it was to see a couple of Packer games in primetime early. And what did you say about Brady Quinn? the rest of the year. What did I say about him? He's yeah. he's crazy like you if he's thinking the Jaguars are going to win eight to nine you, games. You, you must have called him a dope as Brady Gwynn agrees with me that the Jaguars are going to win nine games. And that's what I said. And you called me a dope. I want some of what you're both ingesting <laughs> or smoking because there is no way on God's green earth that you can look at Jacksonville's schedule and say, I see nine wins there. Yeah, there's there's nine wins there from a 1-15 team. But anyway. Uh, of course, well, we can talk about the one and two all we want, but the Jazz secured the one seed. The uh, Suns secured the two seed. So they'll, the Suns will play the winner of that first playing game. So they'll either get the Warriors or the Lakers, and then the Jazz would either get the loser of the Warriors-Lakers game or San Antonio and Memphis. So Jazz won, Suns two. The 4-5, I find this fascinating, Arnie, a rematch of last year, Clippers and the Mavericks, and then you get the Nuggets and the Trailblazers in the 3-6 matchup. It's kind of funny because you think about that Clippers uh, the Clippers Maverick series being tight because Luka hit that game winner, but I think right. that uh, the Clippers came back and won by 32 the next night or something like that. Yeah, you know what? I'm telling you, I don't think that that's a tough matchup as as bad as people think for the Clippers. No. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to be pushed to the limit, and they've been resting their guys for a long time, so again, I still don't like that they lost to Houston-Oklahoma City, but I guess that really doesn't make a difference at the end. Your East playing games, the Celtics and the Wizards are playing for the seventh seed and then obviously whoever loses that will play the winner of the Hornets Pacers who are still very much alive then of course the one seed is Philadelphia Brooklyn is the two you get the four five with your Knicks and the Hawks yes and then the three six Giannis and the Bucks against the Heat Oh, that's going to be a good matchup. He played in the finals last year. I think we kind of lose sight of that. They haven't necessarily been all that consistent this year, but Arnie, pretty fun East bracket too. 
No, that is going to be good. Matter of fact, I think people are going to take Miami as the sexy underdog uh, upset there against Milwaukee. I'm all over the Knicks in Atlanta. Uh, and, you know, Brooklyn probably gets by. I would love to see the Knicks play Brooklyn in the next round. I don't know if that's even possible, though. No, no. they The, the Knicks, by the way, would eventually get Brooklyn if – they play in the Eastern Conference uh, Finals. Oh, let's mark it go. down. I'm going to that. When we come back, let's dive into a little bit of some NFL chat. The NBA playoffs are essentially set. DeSager's got more updates around the corner on a busy hoops night. Eric Pincus later in the show as well on Fox Sports Radio. Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Big story tonight, potentially developing with the Lakers. Steve DeSager, what do we know about LeBron's ankle? He has told the coach he has okay. LeBron James limped to the Laker bench in the fourth quarter tonight of the season finale in New Orleans, which the Laker won. He had his right ankle stepped on by a defender, hit the court after scoring on a 360 layup, stayed down for a few seconds, which is why it got brought up by Rick Buecher in the last segment. Looking at his ankle, that's the same one that forced him to miss 26 out of 28 games in the last couple of months but LeBron did play the final couple of games to finish out the regular season but he went down with six and a half minutes left in this one so we all repeat what is he doing in the game with six and a half minutes to go when at Mm. that point you have no chance to pass Portland in the standings wow Uh, so yeah coach Frank Vogel was asked post game about LeBron's ankle and the coach's exact quote is he says he's good to go no issues. The Lakers will host the playing game against Golden State late Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern time. You asked about attendance. I do know the Lakers didn't even have any attendance until mid-April, one month ago. Right. They started with 2,000 fans. When they had the uh, banner raising, finally they waited for that uh, right. championship banner raise until they had some fans in the building. When they had that this past week, it was 4,000 fans. Ooh, okay. I know for the state of California – June 15th is the big date. A month from now, there's not going to be a max mandate. Everything's pending, you know, going in the right direction where a lot of things, not just indoor sports arenas, will be opening much more come mid-June. But I haven't heard a number for the start of the playoffs. So if it was 4,000 fans or so the recent game, maybe it'll be something similar late Wednesday. Everything comes down from the state capitol. Wow. Fingers crossed uh, that it can be a little bit more juiced for both the Lakers and the Clippers, Mm -hmm. but we'll find out. By the way, uh, here's a really good tweet, which is the best way to stay in touch with the show, at Stinking Genius One. I'm at Plank Show, and everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. Brendan writes, I'm hoping for a Lakers-Knicks NBA Finals just to hear Arnie get his hopes up of winning a championship before the Lakers send the Knicks and their super fan Arnie back to earth. I'll be dating supermodels. Well before the Knicks win a title. That's been way too long, Plank, since the Knicks won. I'm telling you this now. I may drive down to New York. I'm only four, four and a half hours away uh, by car to Madison Square Garden. I've got to go to a game. I And about 50 years away from their last championship. Wow. As far as the Knicks, yes, they've been bad, but they haven't been Sacramento Kings bad. Can I just add this? Because... Think for a moment, who's been the worst team in sports in the four major sports the last 15 years? Good question. Sacramento Kings have been one of them. They last made the playoffs 15 years ago. And so a great AP writer in the Bay Area, Josh Dubow tonight, who's great on research, he looked up in the four major sports, okay, who has the worst winning percentage these last 15 years? Any guess? It's a football team the last 15 Jets, years. Jets? The Raiders? 
Oh, not the, the Raiders are in the bottom five. You are correct. Jacksonville? It's the Cleveland Browns. Whoa. Oh, wow. The last 15 years, a winning percentage of 319. Also in wow. the bottom five, Minnesota Timberwolves, Jaguars and Raiders, and then the Sacramento Kings. I can't believe the Raiders are that stinky. Oh, I can. <laughs> I've watched them. Every single snap of every single game, yes, they belong in that mix. Wow. Okay. That's like the reality of hitting home that I'm in the same position, but I'm having a moment here. I'm in the same position, Arnie and Steve, that I am every off season at this time where I'm like, you know what? I just saw the schedule. I think they might be pretty good. I think they can win some games. I like Derek Carr and John Gruden. And of course, I'm going to end up, where, where were they in that list, Steve, of losing his franchises over the last decade? Fourth, right? No, no, Fourth. 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I'm just setting myself up for failure. They won't so win seven games this When year. you look at their schedule before each season, what you need to do is when you, you utter the sentence, that's a win, you need to stop, <laughs> stop. after you say that about five times. Yeah, yeah. After I go through, like I, I've already got him at six and one heading into week eight. <laughs> wow. this year. So I, I, I don't know what I'm doing to myself. All right. So good news on the LeBron ankle situation, according to Frank Vogel tonight. He has uh, heard from LeBron that says, "Hey, I'm okay." We'll hear from LeBron a little bit later on in the show. Plus, we'll recap what we were hoping would be a wild day on the final day of the NBA season, Arnie. Some good storylines, but I don't know if it really had that drama where it came down to the final seconds of a game. You're like, no, oh, no, this no. is the difference between a plane and it wasn't. But I, I, I think the NBA accomplished its goal. And listen, I know we don't have enough time to dive into it here. We got less than a minute left in this hour. But could the NBA have asked for a better play-in game as far as two marquee franchises? Again, no, the Golden State Warriors drew TV numbers unlike we've ever seen when they were in the middle of their run. And now you have LeBron and Anthony Davis and the Lakers in that play-in game? I love it. I, by the way, what time What time is that game starting? They're not going to start a little late. That we're, we're not going to be able to stay up and watch it, are they? 10 o'clock Eastern time. Ah, okay, that's okay. Nine that's fair enough. Central, yeah. 7 Pacific on Wednesday night on ESPN between the Lakers and the Warriors. When we come back, we'll have more on that matchup. Plus, what are the odds looking like in the play-in games? Todd Furman, next hour with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hour two. Are you in for the full hour now, Arnie? Are you ready to roll? I'm in for the, you know, working half an hour each hour might not be too bad, though. That might be a good thing to do. <laughs> Can't blame you. Yeah. I, I did have to laugh. I, I, I try not to get too carried away early yeah. in the show on Twitter. But uh, Paul tweeted in, the defeat and sadness in Chris's voice when Arnie came back was palpable. <laughs> now, I, I disagree with it. I absolutely disagree <laughs> oh, sure with it. Though. But yeah, it's uh, uh, it's good times. Ooh. By the way, I I brought this up yesterday on the Go show. Ahead. I was talking to Torres. I was kind of mad yesterday afternoon. Why? Here it is at one o'clock Eastern. I'm getting say, oh, okay, let's put on the Knicks game, big game. Uh, oh, it's not on TV. Okay, that's okay. We'll put on the Lakers game. LeBron coming back, AD coming back. That's not on. Oh, we'll put on the Brooklyn game. You know, the big three are playing. Not on. Well, what what's ABC showing? Um. Instead of the Brooklyn game or the Knicks game or the Lakers game, doubleheader of the WNBA. I, I really, really, come on now. Three important games. Uh, you got to be showing NBA. Stop it. Where did they put the NBA games? Did they slip they them didn't. over to NBA TV or something? No, they. It wasn't on ESPN One, Two, the Ocho, You, any of that stuff. So, it wasn't are, on TV. So this, I guess maybe there's a part of me that it is the op- wasn't it the opening weekend for the yes, WNBA? Yes, it was. It was the opening weekend. So maybe they're trying to give a push to it. I mean, you know, but I, I'm with I'm, you. I'm 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 being serious. You know, I'm thinking they should probably air just like the second half of the WNBA game. That way, you could get an hour of it instead of two hours of it, and yet you save a little air time. You know, there used to be a time when we only aired second and third periods of the hockey games. Uh, yeah, back what year was that? Like 1970? I mean, come on. That was like even – wasn't that pre-color television, Arnie? What no, but it, it, it might bring that back, though. I mean, think about that. People don't watch whole games anyway. Hey, can you imagine – Just we're just going to air the final three – inning seven, eight, nine of the baseball games. How great hey, would that hey, be? Hey, Arnie, I'm going to just not even tell you how wrong your statement is. <laughs> what am I wrong about? That's just foul. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, the WNBA is some good – they – 
They play some decent basketball, bro. Like, but I, wait, wait, I I'm not saying going. they don't play decent basketball, but over the Laker game, over the Knicks game, over well, the you even has the rights. But you got to think about who has the rights. Like the Lakers networks, uh, Spectrum Sports, had the right to the game, so they're going to play it. Why would you let somebody else broadcast, simulcast the game if your network has the rights to it? No, what do you mean? You could put it on one of your other channels is what you could have done. But I understand they want to put it on ABC. But then we didn't have any. I couldn't even get it on the NBA channel. None of the, none of the places had those games. Steve? Well, I assume there's a set number of network games in the contract also, and they were saving it for it the here. final day. Mm-hmm. And right. as far as the local channels being able to show, that will not be the case this week with the play-in tournament. That is only the national channels. Laker oh, channel that's... is not allowed to show their Wednesday night game, for example, wow. against Boom. Golden State. Take wow. that. How about that, oh, Arnie? Grumpy stuck in a 1960s wow. Arnie. Arnie. The name Arnie Bunker really fits in this conversation. <laughs> but the ABC has 1921, bro. I know, Damn. right? 19 regular season games on NBC, or ABC, excuse me, with uh, the NBA Finals through 2025. ESPN has 82 regular season games, which are mostly on Wednesday. And Friday night doubleheaders, occasional Sunday and Monday night games. The Christmas- and they gave them ESPN the Wednesday Friday exclusivity for that's the play right. in this week. That's right. And late TNC season- the Tuesday Thursday their normal nights exclusivity they- this week. And they had late season games on Saturday nights or Sunday afternoons. So are you sure that ABC, they didn't? Yeah. Did I say ABC? Yeah, yeah, the ABC games are Saturday nights and Sunday afternoons. So that's their TV package, Arnie. That's the way that it lays out. TNT has 67 games. NBA in a regular season what? has 106 you, NBA You want to hear something? So I put it out on Twitter. I'm like, oh, man, I'm outraged. We can't watch any of the games. And uh, I, I tell you, there wasn't a lot of outrage. There was. I'm like, we're the NBA fans. Some people were upset a little bit, but... There wasn't a lot of people like it's I kind of like must have been out. guys with the NFL schedule when they announced that this past week. And wait a minute, there's not a cable doubleheader for the first mm-hmm. night. Yeah, it's set in stone that they're just going to give them. They'll make up for it, of course. The set number will be total, uh, the same total. But it's the end of the season where they're getting a couple. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it is. I also think, too, Arnie, that there is this. And this is just me. I'm vamping here uh, because I think you read into that, that people don't respond to you saying, how dare they have the WNBA on? over the NBA to say nobody cares about the NBA. Right. Uh, Who owns who, by the way? (laughs) Right. But the the other part of that I would say is I I can't help but think that maybe there's a large faction of that diehard NBA fan, like your Knicks fans, like – both of the Nets fans, like the <laughs> like the, the Lakers, have a lot of new fans. Yeah, I to say, it's a miracle. Y- y'all who are just getting the tags off your hats and your new shirts that you yeah, just brought—you right. don't even know Nets who fans? Keith Van Horn is. That's right. You oh, have Derek, no idea uh, the Dudley, Chris Dudley, Dudley contract. <laughs> Derek Dudley, Chris Dudley, but no, I, Chris Dudley. I'm I sorry. think there's a lot of people, Arnie, that are kind of in their mind. They're they're on to the playoffs. It's like Bill Belichick. I'm on to the playoffs, and they want to see what happens in the playing game, and from that point forward. I, I got to admit, yesterday afternoon, we're, we're still talking Saturday, I didn't have much of a de- desire to tune in and see what was going on because in my mind, everything was pretty much set. But uh, There were some important games. That was a big game for the Knicks. That's there why were, I but the Laker it, yeah. fans yeah. in L.A. got to see the Laker channel or maybe DirecTV people, but also it's a business decision from the business that owns the WNBA. That's right. Uh, By the way, as we head toward playoffs, you mentioned, and I can't wait for the rating on that since the local channels aren't allowed to show it, Wednesday night ESPN getting Golden State at Lakers and the winner goes to the first round of the playoffs. Mm. The Lakers are a seventh place team in the Western Conference. Nobody below six 
has ever won the NBA championship. Usually it's one of your top three teams from the regular season that takes the title, usually one of the top two. As has been mentioned this weekend, the lowest seed in NBA history to win the title was the Houston Rockets as a sixth seed with Olajuwon 1995. That clip got played with Rudy T getting into the Hall of Fame this weekend. Never underestimate the heart of a champion. Probably the closest in the old days to that would Bill Russell's last year as a player. He was player coach. By the way, he got into the Hall of Fame again as a coach yes. today. But with the 1969 Celtics, they upset the one seed Lakers in the finals. The Celtics record that regular season was 48 and 34. By comparison, this year's Clippers, 48 and 24, if they had won tonight. That would have been their final record. So you had, and remember, there were only half the teams in the NBA back then. So that was half the rounds. It was only four teams getting to the playoffs each conference instead of eight. The Celtics were the fourth seed out of four in the East. But they beat New York and Philadelphia to make the final and then upset the Lakers. So put that on the list of lowest seeds. There wasn't a sixth seed that existed back in 1969. But it is really rare for something below the top three to win the title. And the Lakers finished seventh in the West. (laughs) Good luck. But yet here we are watching history happen in front of us. Hey, I'm kind of surprised, Arnie, that you came in here more upset about not being able to see a game over the WNBA than you were over Kyrie's comments about how he cares more about what's going on overseas as opposed to the NBA and the playoffs. I figured you would be all fired up over that tonight as opposed to not getting to watch a game yesterday. Well, I mean, you can't you can't really rip the guy. You're talking about a life-and-death situation, and, you know, uh, what are you going to say? No, you, don't worry about that. Just go play basketball. So, kind of proud of you I right mean, now. Yeah, well, thank you very much. I mean, it is a terrible <laughs> thing what's going on over there. Um, you, you certainly want peace, and that's what Kyrie was just trying to bring uh, to the forefront. But you know what? I'll tell you what does bother me. It's, you know, he wants to bring something like this to the forefront, which I'm totally fine with. But then again, you go how many d- days or weeks without speaking to the media because you're upset about something. You can't have it both ways. That's why you got to go ahead and make sure you're uh, speaking to the media all the time when you want to get your message out like that. Or you can be strategic like he's being. Yes. And and we're all losing our minds about it. I mean, right. you're sitting here laying out a rule and saying, you've got to do this. But damn, Arnie, it looks like it's working to me. Because when Kyrie mentioned it, and again, I'm not a big news hound. I mean, I'm, right. I'm on Twitter all the time. But that led me to read into the monstrosities that are taking place. So it, it worked on me. I'm, I, I guess I'm, I'm one of those that, that was led by that, and I was proud of him. Um, not that he needs me to be proud of him, but I was kind of, yes. I'm proud of you, Arnie, because I thought you were going to come in spitting fire about how you need to be focused on the playoffs. If it was this something a- else, if, it, if he was going to, you know, bring up something else that wasn't life and death, then maybe I would have jumped down him, but, you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll give him a pass on that. All right, a couple of quick tweets before we roll on. Uh, and coming up next, we're going to talk to our man Todd Furman. The tweets have been great so far tonight um and in fact here here's a couple of doozies johnny writes i agree with arnie i was looking for an nba game yesterday i was relegated to nfl reruns which is what i was watching what's your problem johnny (laughs) to be honest all wnba games should be televised on qvc oh my gosh johnny you're definitely living in like 1999 and then paul writes let's be honest get you your slippers johnny go ahead uh, (laughs) let's be honest politically politically correct america is trying to shove the wnba down everyone's throats and the public doesn't want it matlock reruns would probably draw a bigger audience listen you guys are 
you guys are lighting a keg that is not going to be a fun one to dive into. Uh, and then let's see, one more quick one real quick. I this like is- Nature Boys that say, let's make it interesting. Uh, let's have uh, one of the WNBA teams play the loser of the playing game or Oklahoma City. I think that could be interesting. I'd like well, to see Well, it depends that. on what, what effort you get from the opponent, right? If Oklahoma City plays a team that's trying to lose harder than they are, then they've got a chance to win. But in this instance... Yeah, and then Jason writes, I guess maybe Doc Rivers wasn't the Clippers' problem yeah, last year after all. Yeah, how about all. that? Are we – okay, let, let's set a panic meter here real quick before yeah. we grab a break and Todd for him and joins us. Who should be freaking out more? Should it be Laker fan or should it be Clipper fan? Uh, it should be Clipper fan because the Lakers won it last year. So um, the Clippers have the most pressure coming into this playoffs to win the championship. Who else would have more pressure than them? Yeah, sure, the Laker fans always have pressure. The Lakers always have pressure. But after winning it, um, you know, they'll get a pass if they don't win it this year, especially with the injuries. I'm not buying into any of that Clipper baloney injuries. They have the most pressure to win this thing, absolutely. Well, okay, then not to be like literal Chris yeah. or anything, but I do think that there's a little bit of a difference between pressure and panic. So if I'm sitting here as a Lakers fan, you say this championship that people like you question because it happened in the bubble is fine. I shouldn't be any more concerned because I have that title and we've had the injuries. Clipper fans, because of the way they've played recently and the investment of Paul George yeah. and Kawhi Leonard, that should be the concern, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I don't even – you keep saying it in the bubble. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Who cares now? Bubble, no bubble. You won the championship. Um, the Clippers have the most pressure, and I, I guess Clipper fans will panic if, if uh, they don't get up to a good start, especially after what happened to them last year, choking a three games to one lead away, you know? Yeah, all right. Well, I want to make sure you mark this tape because when Arnie in June decides that since the Lakers lost and maybe the second round of the playoffs – that their championship in the bubble doesn't matter, Bubba. Make sure we have wow. this moment They're gonna to lose remind to the Arnie that he was giving them love. They're going to lose to my Warriors. Uh, well, no, that now they're definitely going to win. Wow. I've never been happier about it. Your Warriors, <laughs> let's go, Laker fans. You're moving on. Arnie's jumped on the Golden State bandwagon. All is right with the world. I don't my know. My guy if I've Steph ever been Curry happier. should win the MVP. How awesome! But he's not going to win it. Uh, and then Isaac writes. Ne- uh, I was uh, Isaac was mad because I referred to the the Timberwolves as a team that was tanking. And he writes, the T-Wolves were 6-5 and five in their last 11 games at a, and have been playing every starter at regular minutes. They beat Utah twice at home during that stretch. How is that tanking? Oh, okay, well, then they're just bad. I mean, I, I, is, is that what you would rather hear, that they stink instead of they're trying to lose? They're just a bad basketball team that has somehow, no offense, uh, boss man, two number one overall picks in the draft. They have Carl Anthony Towns, and they have the, uh, the, the, the stud out of Georgia last year who I see on every single dunk highlight in Anthony Edwards. And they still stink. You're you're just trying to suck up to the boss by talking Minnesota Timberwolves, but you're, that's his team. So I'm just going to one up you, uh, even though they're not in the playoffs. I'm still picking the Timberwolves to win the championship this year. So <sighs> now you up one. Go ahead, beat that one, big boy. Go ahead, suck up to the boss. Worse than that, huh? I was just reading a tweet. When okay, we come I'm just back, saying, yes. let's dive into what <laughs> Vegas thinks about this playing game. Is there as much excitement for the betters as there seems to be for the fan base? We'll ask Todd Furman next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Tarnian Plank on Fox Sports Radio on a Sunday night into a Monday morning to start your week. And who better to get us pointed in the right direction than the star of FS1's Fox Bet Live, Bet the Board podcast. He hangs out with us most Sunday nights here on Fox Sports Radio. Todd Furman is in the house. Todd, we get uh, quite the doozy on Wednesday night. What are the numbers looking like for Lakers Warriors right now? Lakers the favorite? Big favorite? It should be a heck of a contest. When you talk about LeBron James obviously putting a bit of a scare into folks with that tweaked ankle late in the game, and that's going to keep that number off the board until we know his updated status. But when you look at the other trio games, Chris, we're talking about Memphis, a three-point home favorite against the San Antonio Spurs. And in the two games being played on Tuesday night, the Indiana Pacers open a three, three-and-a-half-point favor about where I expected to against the Charlotte Hornets. And the Boston Celtics, arguably the most disappointing team in the entire NBA this year, a modest two-and-a-half-point favorite against the Washington Wizards. Todd, I like Golden State. I, ankle, no ankle. Um, the way Steph Curry is playing. And by the way, LeBron just came out just now and said he thinks Steph Curry is the real MVP. Boy, I'd like to have some money on that if they ever pulled off the upset. But I think that first round game between uh, the Lakers and Golden State uh, it could go to the Warriors in that one. 
I think the only way that that game would be more intriguing than it will be on Wednesday night if it, that was a single elimination type scenario. Oh, yeah. You had two oh, of the marquee superstars in a one-and-done type scenario. We know that there's a bit of a safety net for whoever comes out on the wrong end of that particular decision. But when you talk about Steph, 40-plus uh, point games, I believe it was his 10th of the season coming earlier today as he clinched the scoring title. There is no player more valuable to his individual team than Steph. But when you look at the overall body of work, I mean, if anybody but Nikola Jokic took home the hardware, I'd be stunned, and that's not going out on a limb knowing he was a 1-60 to favorite, Arnie, uh, coming into the weekend. Wow. Arnie likes those long shots. So, obviously, we've been having a lot of conversation about about the Clippers tonight and how they're trying to ruin my Thunder's opportunity to end up with a couple of top five picks. But with that in mind, you worried at all about them going forward, the Clippers, that is, with the way they've played down the stretch, Todd? Uh, You wonder about a team that has a a very fragile psyche, and and that may be a generous way to try and put it, given what we saw last year blowing multiple double-digit leads against an inferior Denver Nuggets team. And I think whether it's the greatest Machiavellian effort here to try and go, we want to be on the other side of the bracket from the Lakers, or having a little bit of that defeatist mentality, whereas you want the heart of a champion. You want a team going, hey, look, we don't care where we finish. We're going to beat whoever's in front of us, even if it means matching up with the Lakers uh, in the opening round. So we'll see if this is a Clippers team that can finally realize its potential. We know Kawhi Leonard and what he's been able to accomplish on a big stage, but there's a glaring hole on Paul George's resume, and I think for all of those naysayers to back off a little bit, the Clippers have to win the Western Conference, and it's a tough team to back given what we've seen over the last couple of games and how they've played down the stretch. One thing I will say with the Oklahoma City Thunder, which is interesting, uh, they did give some betters a little bit of false hope, a travesty that this team's win total was 22.5 on the year, Chris, and you look at how they finished the oh. season coming up just short at 22 and Wow. Wow. Especially down the stretch. Let me ask you this, Todd. Seriously. Why did you take a million dollars and bet on the Rockets on the money line against the Clippers the last game and did the same thing on the Thunder this game? I mean, what, what was it? Three to one, four to one? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's stealing. The Clippers didn't want to win. That's stealing money there, Todd. I hate to disappoint, but you were only taking home a money line of around plus 270, plus 280 in both of those games. Okay. Uh, against the Houston Rockets, that number came down considerably once the Clippers announced a, a few key contributors weren't going to play. And then when you look at the money line today, plus 280, more or less the consensus uh, that you could have grabbed on FanDuel right before tip-off. Not bad, not bad. Here we are on our first show together post-NFL schedule release, and I haven't even talked NFL yet, Todd, so I want to start with you. Was there anything you read into with the early primetime games for the Packers and then not anything until maybe later when you could flex it out? I mean, what really stood out to you, if anything, from uh, the schedule release this past week? Uh, that I have to give some of our Fox executives a heck of a lot of credit for having two games that happen to be in that late afternoon time slot on Sunday afternoon. The game we expect will be the marquee between Green Bay and New Orleans. And, oh, by the way, we're just going to put the Denver Broncos in that exact <laughs> same time slot in one of the biggest NFL markets against the marquee franchise in the New York Giants should Aaron Rodgers change addresses before the season starts. When you look at Green Bay, I think we have to go forward operating under the assumption that Rodgers will be the quarterback. But I get more more and more pessimistic by the day, and I know it's going to kill uh, our producer, Lee, who's not ready to embrace Jordan Love, Blake Bortles, or Kirk Benkert, who they brought in oh as a gosh. veteran presence for OTAs, wow. uh, that the handing of the baton will not be nearly as seamless once Rodgers leaves as it was from Brett Favre to Aaron when they made that transition. 
You know, Todd, everybody talking, obviously, about week four. Tampa's coming into town to play the Patriots. Is that, the, first of all, I think it's going to be the, what, the, the highest-rated regular season game in the history of the NFL. And when you're talking about betting, look, you're not going to get as much as the Super Bowl, but is it going to be, like, uh, as much as a playoff game? Or, I mean, i, I got to assume th- there'll be props and everything on that. It's got to be through the roof on, on, the betting, uh, on the betting window there. Oh, 100%. It's the kind of game that bookmakers will love, especially if Tom Brady starts off the season and like we all expect him to, and he'll have a chance to break the passing record in that game in Foxborough wearing the enemy's colors. I think the biggest question the Patriot fans are going to have to struggle with, do they want to root for their team or do they want to root for the man that brought them six Super Bowl championships wow. and Lombardi trophies? But I can tell you, Arnie, I think that number will open in that three-and-a-half-four range with the Bucks' road favorites. It'll arguably be the single largest decision that sports books will face during the month of September because you have to anticipate the general public will be all over Tom Brady and company yep. laying the points, betting them on the money line, uh, and if you believe anything that Tom Brady's father has said, uh, New England may as well not show up because this is going to be a fifty-one to three whitewashing. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I think we talked about this a little bit last week, Todd, but just kind of to follow up on it, you know, the general question of d- did anything change your mind on a potential win-loss total for a team based on what you saw schedule-wise? Usually, it's no because we know the opponents, but. Maybe some prime time decisions. I don't know. Did did anything affect an over under win loss total in your mind based on what we saw last Wednesday? You've seen a couple of win totals move a little bit, but nothing too uh, alarming either in the positive or negative direction. Uh, a team that I was pretty high in and still remain that way in the Minnesota Vikings, even with their trade of Mike Hughes earlier this week. Their schedule really does them no favors uh, when you look at the layout and what they're going to have to go through. The other thing that I think a lot of people are making a bigger deal about, they're optimistic about Dallas and how they cowboy can start the season because they don't play a whole lot of playoff teams, at least from last year, after their season opener against Tampa. But you look at the slate of opponents, and while the Chargers don't scare you a ton, it's a road game against an up-and-coming quarterback. You have a pair of division games in a three-game homestand that includes Philadelphia, Carolina, uh, and of course the Giants. And then you have back-to-back road games, albeit separated by a bye, against two teams that I think are by low candidates in the New England Patriots and Minnesota Vikings. So while everyone wants to gravitate towards Dallas being the most talented team in the division, which they are on paper. Uh, let's see how they get out of the gates because if they have a slow start and Dak Prescott isn't 100% running that offense, things will get a lot more difficult for the Cowboys who have a very unique quirk at the end of their schedule as well where they'll play four divisional games in the final five weeks, mm. including Washington uh, in a, twice in a three-week span, which could ultimately go a long way in defining who wins the NFC East. You know, Todd, I know a lot of offshore books uh, t- took a bath when Tom Brady went to the Buccaneers um, because it was, it was like a long shot. So whoever made the bet on that won a lot of money. Anybody make any money about Albert Pujols going to the Dodgers? I, I thought that came out of nowhere. I mean, that, that was like, what, a 20 to 30 to one shot or something. It doesn't create nearly the buzz as Albert Pujols is in the twilight of his career. I don't think, Arnie, and you can quote me on this and you can play it back, that he will be the make-or-break piece if the Dodgers are going to defend their World Series from a season ago. We've seen the Dodger bats wake up a little bit, of course, clearly dealing with more injuries. They need a healthy Corey Seager. They need a healthy uh, Cody Bellinger. Uh, But this is a team that even if they don't get to 100 wins, I don't think anybody should panic uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Things will be just fine for L.A., but I don't think Albert Pujols will be the missing link for the Dodgers' quest to win two World Series in as many years. Love it. Todd, have a great week, man. We always appreciate your time and uh, hope to talk to you again next Sunday night. Always a pleasure, Jens. Be well.
Love that dude. Todd Furman, Vegas Insider for FS1's Fox Bet Live. We're brought to you tonight in part by Discover, which matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Still not sure why I'm not on that TV show. They haven't asked me yet even. Wow. Have you you offered to go on it? Steve DeSager has an update. I shouldn't have to offer. Come on now. That's right. They should just know instinctively. You're the man for the gig. Exactly. By the way, when I heard the words Albert Pujols and Missing Link in the same sentence, you know, he's old enough he could be. (laughs) That is true. He's not going to be pinch running for the Dodgers. I think he's going to make a difference. I like him. I don't like him on the Dodgers, but I think he's going to have a decent uh, second half or whatever. No, standing by, he's batting under 200. However, the Dodgers are so injured, they actually need another right-handed bat off the bench. Today's lineup, I mean, look at the amount of minor leaguers they had in there and the amount of poor batting averages in there. So if there's a lefty starting, you might get a Pujol start even at first base, but they just need a right-handed bat off the bench. A.J. Pollock injured this weekend. He mentioned Corey Seager's name, of course. The World Series MVP was placed on the injured list by the Dodgers today. Broken hand, hit by a pitch, out at least four weeks. His right hand is in a cast. The Dodgers have 13 players on the injured list. And on top of that, Chris Taylor today was due to start, and right before the game, this is a guy who plays infield and outfield for L.A. He was scratched with a sore wrist, be evaluated tomorrow. To the NBA now, update on the LeBron injury in quotes. It's really not that. He says the ankle injury in the fourth quarter tonight of the season finale. It was a tweak. I stepped on the opponent's foot after that last layup. I'll be fine. He was asked, what does that mean? I'll be fine. You'll be fine after treatment or right now tonight you're fine. He said it means I'll be starting on Wednesday. The Lakers have won five in a row. Sounds crabby. They did win (laughs) at New Orleans. For the Lakers to move up to the sixth seed and avoid the play-in, they would have needed a win and a Portland loss. But no, Portland won easily over Denver. So the Blazers get the sixth seed in the West. They'll be at Denver to start the first round best of seven. And the Lakers will be home to the Golden State Warriors in a playoff game. Wow. Yeah, playing game late Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern. Loser of that has to play Friday to save their season. Either the Lakers or Golden State could be out by Friday. And we haven't even started the first round of the playoffs by that point. That's how crazy Wish this they'd move that game is. up just another hour, make it 9 o'clock Eastern. Yeah, I did notice that the start times when they released it tonight for the Eastern Conference, it is 9 p.m. Eastern for the Celtics because, of course, they don't want to right. tip in Massachusetts at 10 p.m. This isn't exactly. like... Boy, Chris, you talked about the old days. In the 1980s, you remember there were NBA Finals games that tipped at 11.30 p.m. because they didn't want want to interrupt primetime television. They wouldn't get as good a ratings. That's just absolutely crazy to think about. The Utah Jazz won easily at Sacramento. Utah clinches the one seed in the Western Conference. And, you know, since they added the three-point line in the NBA about 40 years ago, the Utah Jazz are now the first team in NBA history to, in every single game in a season, make at least 10 threes. They wow. had plenty more than 10 threes made tonight. Uh, Golden State won its finale, by the way, against Memphis. We haven't mentioned uh, Memphis at all in this show tonight. San Antonio will be in Memphis for a playoff game on Wednesday. The loser will be out 
because that's a 9 versus 10 matchup. Over in the East, the Knicks won to clinch the 4 seed. Milwaukee's the 3 seed. The Nets won tonight to clinch the 2 seed. Philadelphia had already clinched the 1 in the East. The Boston Celtics host a uh, playing game on Tuesday against the Wizards, who came back to beat Charlotte, 115-110. Boy, you've already got this settled. (laughs) The Hornets have lost 5 in a row. They now have a playing game Tuesday at Indiana, and the loser's out. So things have gone so the opposite of swimmingly for the Hornets. They could be out very quickly. Indiana won its finale today. NHL, tonight's playoff opener at Florida went to Tampa Bay on a goal with a minute 14 to go. 5-4 Lightning. Minnesota won in overtime. Islanders took a game one in overtime. The Sunday night ball game went to San Diego 5-3 over St. Louis. The Padres took the lead in the fourth on two bases loaded walks and a sacrifice fly. So the Padres are only a half game behind first place San Francisco in the NL West. Miami Beat the Dodgers 3-2, Seattle 3-2, beating Cleveland and Shane Bieber. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. I'm all in on the NHL right now. Um, we, we've got to get into this Joe Girardi saga, too, a little bit later on in the show if we have some time for it. And at some point, Arnie, a little buy or sell because I'm losing my mind not talking NBA schedule really. Right. I mean, again, we got a long way to go. We got a full summer of shows where we can get into it, but NFL schedule, you mean? But go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did I yeah. might not make that clear? Like, when I say schedule release, I just assume everyone's fired right. up about the NFL like I but, am. By the way, I oh, do did want to I? Say I'm this. sorry. I was looking over at the TV. I see that the Lakers in January had a 42 percent chance of winning the championship. Uh, as of today, they have an eight percent chance of winning the championship. Um, and that's uh, and that's still with LeBron and Anthony Davis. So, boy, how the odds have just come tumbling down uh, for my Lakers. So. Um, yeah, let me tell you something. Yeah. I couldn't care less about what the odds say right now. Well, Give me LeBron and Anthony guy, yeah. Davis. No. Yeah, it's, gosh, it's like win probability when they're up by 50 with two minutes to go is 99%. Yeah, no S. I mean, yeah, their numbers are going to go down. They've got to play in a play-in game, and we haven't really seen – what that long-term ramifications could be of that. I mean, last year didn't really work out so well for anyone involved. So we'll see if the Lakers can change that trend. I'm jacked about Wednesday night, though. I won't lie to you. I'm fired up about Wednesday night between the Lakers and the Warriors. Heck, I, I got to be honest with you. I you can't don't care wait about to see John games? Morant and the Spurs. Yeah, right, I was about to say, yeah, you don't care. Do you care about any of the other series? I, Tuesday, I want to see what the Celtics are going to do. Let me tell you something. They lose. They get eliminated before this thing gets started. And I know Brad Stevens just signed that five-year extension, but – Man, you got to start calling him to the carpet and say, "What the hell's going on here?" That was one of the most disappointing years in like Celtic history. It's a very unlikable team, and this is a guy that probably should have taken the Indiana job if he could have. Why? Why do you? Why do you call it an unlikable team? Yeah, you know they were talking about that up that up here, saying not only is it just underachieving, okay. they're just not likable. They're just not personable. They're they're just, I don't know what it is. They, you know, whether it's Marcus Smart, who a lot of people don't like, or um, I don't know, maybe Tatum and Brown are good, but they're just not, uh, I don't know if they're just not likable or what, but people are kind of anti Celtic right now. Can, 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 I, can I try to whittle that down for you real sure, quick? Sure, sure. Go ahead. They're losing. So you're much less likable whenever you're losing. Is that what it is? You, <laughs> you can be an a hole, Arnie, all you want. And if yes. you're winning, it's like, ah, you know, he's got a little bit of an acerbic personality he's but quirky that qu- yes there you go that's funny i like that but hey i can't I, listen the celtics were one i don't know what the preseason numbers looked like but i they were considered to be a, a team that would be in the mix with the sixers second and, favorite in the eastern conference there you I go think. And, and, Even, and the nets and yeah. the box right there right 
Well, the, the Nets weren't ahead of them until they got hardened, and that was after the season started. And they were probably up there with Philadelphia. So um, either they were probably going to be one and two to go to the NBA Finals or at least to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. So that's that's why it's been a major disappointment. I think Brad Stevens um, is just not a very good N- NBA coach. He's a, a pretty good college coach. Should have went back to the college game. But And remember, he had a tough time uh, handling the Celtics when Kyrie was here also. I, I just don't think it fits his style. Yeah, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe he's wishing he would have taken that Indiana job. Should have. Maybe they're waiting for Mike Woodson to fail after one year yeah, and then geez. go after Brad Stevens again. A couple of quick tweets before we wrap it up. Get Sager back in here. UCLA Dodger Frank takes us back to the opening of the show and writes, Arnie's connection didn't drop. He's driving to MSG right now to buy Nick's playoff tickets. Yeah, I, I may go down there. I, I mean, look, four and a half hours. Um, that's nothing. That's a nothing drive. That's like going from L.A. to Vegas. Um, and it's and no traffic, too. You get, you get No traffic until you get to Massachusetts, to Boston, and then you fight through that. But otherwise, I'm, I'm ready to go go down to the garden and be one of those 2,000 or 4,000 people in attendance. Uh, this is from Paul, who writes, I was hoping that Memphis would beat Golden State just to get some new blood into the playoffs. I'd rather see wow. Morant than a disinterested Lakers team or the depleted Warriors. Well, yeah, are, first yeah of, you don't want to go ahead and see somebody like Steph Curry. I could see yeah, that. I was just going to yeah. say, the Warriors might be depleted, but my God, they're fun to watch. I mean, they might be minus Clay, minus Wiseman. But, man, you turn them on, and you're you're entertained. I mean, even today, Steph lifting up the jersey, doing the Baron Davis from the uh, – what, what they call them? The kind of loud city-like team. And then, you know, I mean, Memphis has its time. It's coming. That, that roster is getting better. But, I mean, I, I don't think the Lakers are mailing it in by any stretch of the imagination. I'm going to give you a hot sports opinion. If the Golden State Warriors win the championship, Steve Kerr will come on this show. Uh, okay. Like, they've done this before while we've been a show. Yeah. The Warriors, in fact, I think they've actually won a couple of them since we've been a show. But but he's stuck me too long now. I, I think he's. I think it's about time he comes back on. Has he ever been on the show with you and I in the last decade? Uh, yeah, that'd be a big no. No? Oh, Are you yeah. sure about that? I'm I'm about ninety nine point nine. Think about sure. it. Think I'll, about it, just in case you're wrong. Do you know what? I'll dig into the memory bank. Yeah. Desager's been here every step of the way yeah. with us. Bobo's been here just about every step of the way. I don't recall either one of them having to answer the phone. And I say, thought he hey, had. I thought he had. So maybe my bad. What's up, bad. My what's bad. up, Steve Kerr? My bad. Well, when we come back, <laughs> we've got Desager <laughs> on our mind. Plus, uh, what I was going to say? No, he's never been on the show. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Bobo. No. I, I, I I just wanted to make sure we got the clarification. I I would never want to shortchange you, Arnie. So let's talk a little bit about the playoffs, the matchups, and I'm get, we've got to have some NFL conversations. We've got to. It's all coming up on a busy night with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. NBA playoffs are set. Let's break them down. Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Steve DeSager comes sliding. And Eric Pincus next yes. hour as well. Where do you want to start here tonight, DeSager? We'll start with NBA and Lakers, that there's really no ankle injury to speak of, with LeBron tweaking that in the fourth quarter of the season finale tonight. Here's the quote from his coach, Frank Vogel. He hopped up, took a few steps on it gingerly, but um, he said he's good to go. No issues. No issues, end quote. Yeah, if they lose it to Golden State, there'll be issues, I promise you. Well, not from them, I doubt. Meanwhile, that's 25 points a game at least for LeBron this season as well that's 17 straight seasons he has averaged at least 25 points a game Michael Jordan did that 12 times in his career 
Kobe had 12 seasons at 25 points a game. Karl Malone had 12. This is 17 years in a row with LeBron doing that. So the Lakers were not able to pass Portland. Blazers win tonight, get the sixth seed, avoid the play-in. Late Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern, it's the Lakers hosting the Golden State Warriors in a play-in game. I found the ratings for last year's play-in. ABC had it, but the matchup was Portland against Memphis. It was under 2 million viewers on ABC for that. Mm. Then once the playoffs started for real, the first-round opener, Portland against the Lakers, that was almost 3.5 million viewers on TNT. Let's see if Wednesday night... Keep in mind, the local channels are not allowed to show the play-in tournament this week. Let's see what ESPN gets for Wednesday night uh, in the feature matchup. Let's just put it plainly. Uh, the play-in the round. Steph Curry, by the way, as he goes into that, goes in as the scoring champion of this season in yeah. the NBA. The oldest scoring champion since Michael Jordan over 20 wow. years ago. Jordan was 35 and still won a scoring title. Steph Curry, this is his 12th year in the NBA already. He didn't need to do much. He had the lead already going into the finale. He missed his first four shots, finally got a layup late first quarter, and then when he hit a jumper the next time down, standing ovation, he was scoring champion. He kept playing. He kept scoring. He scored 46 as they beat uh-huh. Memphis. Golden State's won six straight going into the playing game. Lakers have won five straight, including tonight going into the playing game. Curry averaged 32 points per game, by the way. You talked about Kyrie Irving earlier. He did play. He and Durant, uh, James Harden, rested tonight. Brooklyn won to clinch the number two seed in the East behind Philadelphia. But Kyrie Irving became that rare player to have a season in the NBA shooting at least 50% from the floor, at least 40% from three-point range, and at least 90% on free throws. Yeah, but he he missed a lot of games, though. He hit all three of those well. Uh, stay tuned. I got one other on that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but to do that and average at least 25 points per game, the only guys that have done that are Curry, Durant, and Larry Bird. Granted, three-point shot, again, wasn't a thing in the NBA 50 years ago, but still a pretty impressive year. Now, there's a guy named Tony Snell who was oh playing with the Atlanta Hawks, started about half the games he played for the Hawks this year. He is officially the first player in NBA history to shoot at least 50% from the floor, at least 50 from three-point range, and not miss a free throw at all for a full season. He was 11 of 11 on free throws. But he took over 100 threes and had a great percentage and, again, was over 50% overall from the floor. So congratulations (laughs) to him. Nice. Uh, Into the Basketball Hall of Fame. Now, we had the ceremonies last night for the class of 2020, including Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett. The induction for 2021 will take place in September. Chris Bosh is in the Hall of Fame. He was an all-star 11 straight years through 2016. Paul Pierce is in the hall. He averaged 20 points a game in a 19-year pro career, last two with the Clippers as an L.A. native. Chris Webber is into the Hall of Fame. In his pro career, he averaged 21 points, 10 rebounds a game. Impressive. Playing for five teams, by the way, including Sacramento. The class has 16 people total. Ben Wallace is the first undrafted player in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Nice. With Detroit, he was NBA's Defensive Player of the Year four times between 2002-2006. Bob Dandridge, a playoff hero for the Milwaukee Bullets. Bucks. And played for the Bucks in the 70s as well and getting in the postseason a lot. The Veterans Committee puts Dandridge in. Tony Kukoc into the Basketball Hall of Fame from the International Committee. And also 
coaches that are in. Rick Adelman is now a Hall of Famer. Jay Wright from Villanova is getting into the Hall this year. Mm. Bill Russell elected as a coach. Of course, he's long been in as a player, one of the greatest of all time. Also in this year's class, Yolanda Griffith, Lauren Jackson, Val Ackerman. Cotton Fitzsimmons, former coach, is in as a contributor. Also, Howard Garfinkel, Fats Jenkins, Pearl Moore. So a class of 16. And before we leave basketball... You should know by now how the play-in games work this week. Yes. It's the 7th through 10th place teams in each conference. It starts Tuesday. The two games in the West are Wednesday, including that late Wednesday, Lakers hosting Golden State. But the 9 or 10 seeds have to win both games this week to advance to the first round of the playoffs. The 7-8 seeds only have to win one. That's the advantage of just missing out on the top six. But I repeat... Either the Lakers or Golden State could be out of the playoffs entirely by Friday night. In other words, before the first round even begins. If you lose Wednesday, lose Friday, sorry, you're not going to the first round. So just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. As far as the Dodgers, they uh, lost 3-2 to Miami, and an ex-Dodger got the save, Yimmy Garcia. Seventh save already, ERA in the ones, apparently after he had the ball after the final out, flinged it toward the Dodger dugout. That did not make too many on his wow. former team. Uh, very happy. I would have thrown it right back at him. Uh, for the Dodger pitching staff, it was an all-bullpen game. And uh, they gave up three unearned runs in the fifth. Three-run homer, Adam Duvall. And then in the bottom of the fifth, Duvall threw out Mookie Betts at the plate. So the Dodgers wind up losing. Uh, meanwhile, the Angels got a win because Shohei Otani at Boston hit a two-run homer in the top of the ninth for a 6-5 victory. It's his 12th homer. He's tied for the major league lead. Wow. Houston won its sixth straight game. The Houston Astros are still only a half game behind first place Oakland in the West. The Oakland win was 7-6 to six at Minnesota thanks to a run in the top of the ninth on a wild pitch on a strikeout. Yes, they beat the Minnesota Twins, the worst team in the major leagues, at 13-25. and 25. My Montreal A's. I can't wait. What are you doing <laughs> talking trash on Minnesota sports teams? Cut it out. All right, what are you when doing? We come back. When we come back. All right, we got a good debate brewing on, on Twitter right now. In fact, it's led F-bombs being dropped. It's out of control right now. We're talking the best playoffs. It's hacky. It's niche. But we're doing it next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, let's go in the final hour, Stinky Genius. Hour. What let's do you do say? Let's you do like it. to call the final hour the power hour. Yes. To me, it's it's the happy hour, Arnie. The happy hour. <laughs> the happy hour. Um, so many things to get to, and we got our buddy Eric Pincus staying up late with us coming up in the How next about the segment. no mask hour? Oh, we don't want to get political. Forget about that. Well, that's not political anymore. I mean, <laughs> oh, no, okay. I'm, I'm I'm fully vaccinated now. I think yeah. you are too. Not that we need to like be cramming that down anyone's throat, but <laughs> I went to a Walmart today. Didn't wear a mask. It was very weird. Wow, it was very freeing in you, a lot of ways. Big boy, watch look out. At that. Two weeks after you get vaccinated, if you have no uh, any, I guess you could say uh, effects, still effects from it, you're you're fully vaccinated. So. Good. Welcome to, I guess, the new the new normal, if you will. Again, round two. I went My, to. I was yeah. watching a couple sporting events this weekend that had full crowds on. It was great. Get out of here. Oh yeah, we, there's. Oh, I knew Texas was allowing everybody in, but that's been like that for a while, though. So yeah, yeah. And then the boxing match last week, incredible yeah. stuff. It's time to get I, back, baby. I'm Let's say, go. MGM John Texan. Uh, the Montreal A's, the kiss of death, just cursed the city with no team. So there you go. But they got they got the Canadians. So don't forget about that. When when we look back on history, will there? And I lo- I want to make this very clear. I've never stepped foot near the Coliseum or where Oracle is or was whatever. But is there going to be a place that died on the hill? like the city of Oakland has that the Coliseum is okay to hold professional sporting events. Like it seems some are in the, in the management of that city. What do you mean? There's not, this is a great, and even some fans, there's nothing. It's fine. It's nostalgic. You should play here. I mean, if they don't get that new stadium, Arnie, the A's are done. So done. And I know you said the Montreal A's kind of yeah. tongue in cheek, but I Nashville, Carolina, Portland. I there are places pining away for an opportunity well, to bring in a major league baseball. I'm just team. asking you though, who who's to blame on this? Are people saying, well, the A's to blame? No, you can't blame them. They want to get a new uh, stadium, right. just like everybody else out there. Um, then you're going to say it's the the stadium, what commission or something like that, right? Sure. Or it's the city of Oakland. It's not really their fault either. Um, you know whose fault it is? It's the people that live there, the people that vote. Um, the ones that 
uh, don't go ahead and vote for like a quarter percent sales tax or a quarter percent sales tax on uh, rental cars or hotel rooms. So that way you tax the tourists to build yourself a new stadium. They have to take part of the responsibility also because they didn't pass anything to help their team stay in Oakland. I really, I mean, listen, Vegas has worked out great for the Raiders. At least it appears it has with a brand right. new stadium. We'll see what right. it's going to be like with fans in there this year. The the, the new arena for the, the Warriors is awesome, but Oakland has great people. It's got great fans. They deserve a, a sports team. Historic they deserve team. A I mean, the, team. Uh, right. the Oakland A's, Gene Tennis, Joe Rudy. I mean, the whole the Catfish Hunter. I mean, the whole crew back then. I mean, they had some great teams back in the 70s. I find it fascinating that the first name you bring up when we talk about the Oakland A's is Gene Tennis. Why? Is that of, is that too obscure? What I mean, I, I would think that yeah. maybe the first one that would come up would be like Dave Stewart or Ricky yeah. Henderson or Joe maybe Mark Rudy. McGuire. Yeah. yeah, I think Joe Rudy and Gene Tennis a little bit random. Arnie and Plank. <laughs> really? Brought to you by Discover, which matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of the places in the U.S. and take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Eric Pincus is coming up here in just a bit nice uh had a good little battle on twitter a couple of minutes ago and i'm curious to get your take on this about oklahoma softball minnesota minnesota man listen i could talk oklahoma softball all night long (laughs) but you people you you people were complaining you people were complaining about uh the wnba being mentioned for like 12 (laughs) seconds on this show so i don't want to uh, somehow affect your manhood by bringing this up so minnesota man kevin writes Chris, you seemed very hyped about the NHL playoffs, yet you talked the NBA playoffs, which is the most boring. It's the same teams every year, and it's just boring in general. I I mean, I, I disagree. I don't think it's this. Sure, you see the same eight that are kind of battling, but the Lakers until what last year hadn't been in the playoffs in ages. You know, you're talking about five years since they had been in the playoffs. The Warriors had an incredible run. Then they dipped down. No one was talking about the Nets last year, and then uh, here they are as the two seed. Well, I mean, I, 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 I would argue against can I, that. Can I say yeah, go ahead, Bobo. That? Yeah. Isn't it the same NFL teams every it's, postseason? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. literally, you can kind of predict minus, like, maybe two, and it's the same thing with the – with the NBA, I mean, now with the extra playing games, I'm not a fan of it, but it's still putting the extra two teams sure. at a shot to make it. And also in our in our defense, I mean, the reason we're not talking a lot of NHL playoffs, obviously it just started, but two, um, take Wednesday, for example. The Capitals and the Bruins will be in game three of their playoff series. And the regular season's still going on with Vancouver and Calgary. So, no, being, you know what I'm saying? Right, they, yeah. they, they haven't made up. The, they're still finishing the regular season. And I'm on game three of the playoffs between the Capitals and the Bruins. Can't they cancel those games? What are you doing out here? I got, I got playoff hockey with regular season hockey. I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah, that's really weird. It that's is very confusing, crazy. to be honest with you. So, then Minnesota man Kevin goes with his rankings. NFL playoffs won. March Madness 2, Major League Baseball Playoffs 3, Stanley Cup 4, MLS Cup 5, and then the NBA 6. No college football on there? Did he forget that? <laughs> Maybe he's just leaving that out. Gosh. Uh, and then Emmett writes, completely disagree. The NBA playoffs are off. awesome. The play-in will give it some extra hype, too. Now, 
if if your fight is I'm tired of seeing the same teams, that's that's kind of become sports. <laughs> and don't we love greatness, right? Um, well, but she- you notice the the the, the uh, playoffs we like the best: the NFL playoffs, the college football playoffs, March Madness. All are not best of seven series. So um, think about that for a second. We love the one and done. That's what it adds to all the intrigue. The best of seven takes a lot of fun away from it. Paul writes uh, writes in with a great point. This Vancouver-Calgary game actually shows that the NHL is the best postseason league. And once ESPN starts promoting it 24-7, I think it'll overtake baseball as the third most popular professional wow. sport in the U.S. Wow. Huh. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I will say it's going to put a little rocket ship up its backside whenever you start getting – uh, 24-7 coverage, just like Fox Sports did for NASCAR. You know, no one's talking about it, and I know that it makes people mad, but NASCAR's numbers are well, big time this year for them. Well, nobody's talking about this, Chris, and maybe you know better than I do for sure. Um, ESPN up their Major League Baseball package. Huge. From 90 games to 30 games? Did I understand that right, that they're going to cut out – 60 games? Yeah. Um, and, and nobody said anything? Isn't no. that warning sign? Nobody, nobody's concerned about that? But but they, they're they giving them more money, and I think they're pushing more of it to ESPN Plus, right? So they're trying to build up ESPN Plus continually. But, no, I see what you're saying, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, Paul's point, you know, I – gosh, I know this is a take that I make fun of quite a bit, so I sound a little old mannish. But I have a hard time finding a hockey game <laughs> whenever it's like, oh, playoff game tonight. All right, well, is it on NHL Network? Well, it's not on NHL Network. Well, is it on NBCSN? Well, no, it's not in on, on NBCSN. Is it on NBC? No, no, no. Is it, where, where is I know that I have a guide on my DirecTV, and yes, I still have DirecTV where I can find everything, <laughs> but I feel like any time I have to try to find a sporting event, Arnie, that's never a good sign, is it? No, you you always have to. I just talk into my remote control and say, uh, New York Knicks, and goes right to it. It's funny how technology works that way, you know. <laughs> All right, a couple of other ones here. Uh, let's see. I, I like this. Uh, Kevin writes, here's some A's ideas. The San Jose A's, the Oakland A's down the street. The, yeah, because that's where the new stadium allegedly would be built. Okay. The Vegas A's are the Oklahoma A's. First of all, we've got the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, I, I I would love to see professional baseball here beyond the Dodgers AAA affiliate. Yeah, probably not going to happen. And I think that pl- a place like Nashville, I think places like Charlotte, places like Portland would be f- uh, just you, chomping at the bit to bring a yeah, team but in. Do you think it would be better to put a team in, let's say, as you mentioned, Charlotte or Montreal or Vegas as a one-time thing, or would it be better to put it in a city that could support two teams? I mean, you got two in Los Angeles, Dodgers and Angels. You got two in Chicago, Cubs and White Sox. You know, uh, New York, Yankees, Mets. Uh, yeah, the A's and San Francisco Giants. I don't know. Could Boston support uh, two teams uh, other than, uh, you know, just the Red Sox out there? When they were thinking about adding hockey, they were thinking about adding it to another team in Toronto that they could support two teams. I'm wondering what's the, the best for the A's, uh, going to their own city or, or being a uh, doubling up with somewhere else is, is a big market. Is there a rumor that they might go to a big market or no? Well, they're in a big market now, kind of. I mean, you could say that. So, I mean, you know, it, it'd be a, a choice if they want well, to. I, well, I think if they get a new stadium, they're not going anywhere. 
right? Yeah, I don't I mean, think that's going to happen. <laughs> if, if they can find a way to get their S together with the politicians and, and get this deal done, then then they're staying there. But, yeah, okay, because I, I guess I misunderstood you, Arnie. I thought that you were laying out, oh, maybe they can move to a place like, I'll just say St. Louis and give a second team in St. Louis. Yeah, or or maybe, that's what I'm saying. Or maybe they could oh. move to Boston and they'd have two teams, uh, you know, the Red Sox and somebody else, just like all those other major cities like New York, Los Angeles, uh, that support two teams. Well, I wouldn't you rather – introduce it to a new market than try to split the fan base somewhere else look how well that's working for the chargers right now right right well yeah that's not working but that again that's uh that's nfl that's a little bit different because you know usually people don't go ahead and support that second team though you got the jets and the giants there that's for sure the raiders used to be up there with san francisco 49ers i mean is this a conversation you guys are having? I mean, are you trying to get the A's out to Boston or something? No, I think I oh. think Montreal would actually be a oh, good God. place for them. I I mean, think about that. Uh, they had a preseason game, an exhibition game up there with the Blue Jays. I think they had like 50,000 people uh, go to the game. They had an exhibition game on a Tuesday that was like 30,000. So uh, they're, they're dying for baseball up there. Uh, and then one more quick tweet before we grab a break. And Eric Pincus joins us to take a complete right turn. Uh, Isaac writes, when the NFL schedule came out stinking genius declared the cowboys super bowl champions for the third year in a row but jumped ship to his tampa bay buccaneers five minutes later is this true arnie wouldn't be a shocking claim i've not done my super bowl pick this year yet though i i will have to tell you i i I feel pretty good about the dolphins um and i feel great that the patriots are going to win under uh, nine games. I would. I'd like to bet a whole. I. I think there are five and twelve teams. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. When we come back, let's talk about the Lakers and the Clippers and each path that is very unique towards the NBA playoffs. Plus, is this a game of dodging the Lakers that has been played by many teams in the West? We'll ask Eric Pincus next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, it's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Lead a lap producing the show. Bobo on the wheels of steel. Steve DeSager on updates. And we're pumped to be joined by our man, Eric Pincus. Great follow on Twitter at Eric Pincus. Of course, uh, Bleacher Report contributor, NBA TV, you name it. I see him everywhere. All right, so Eric, this this theory, this idea that we've seen teams dodging the Lakers down the stretch as far as playoff seating is concerned. You buying it? Oh, yeah. I mean, the Clippers lost to the Rockets and the Thunder in back-to-back games. You're going to tell me that doesn't have something to do with it? I mean, come on. I mean, those teams have won. Like, I, look, you and I could beat the, the Rockets and the, and the Thunder, like, suited up. Seriously, come on. So, uh, the Lakers are not a typical, I guess they're the seventh seed. Uh, they're the seventh seed because this is a weird year. They had major uh, injuries. I, they didn't have injuries that were, like, you know, ACL or, or season-ending, but they had long injuries to LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And for the most part, as far as we could tell, those guys are healthy. I know that LeBron had a, uh, what looked like a, an ankle tweak or a foot, you know, some sort of injury that, you know, he said he downplayed afterwards and that he's going to play on, on, uh, in the playing game. Uh, but they're just not a, a usual team. They, they would probably be in a normal world, the number one or number two seed, uh, at worst three and so yeah you duck them because you fought really hard this season whether it's the Clippers whether it's the Nuggets whether it's the Blazers I guess not the Blazers they were just trying to get in but the Mavericks Mm -hmm. or whomever uh, you fought you did everything you could to succeed and you draw the Lakers in the first round that's that's not a reward I mean if you're going to play the Lakers play them at a later date but I kind of agree with Jared Dudley uh, on Lakers who said like the Lakers are probably more vulnerable now than they will be once they get rolling. If you want to face them, you want to beat them. Maybe you want to get them early. So maybe Jared Dudley's the the smarter one uh, uh, than some of these teams making these moves. Yeah, yeah, but Eric, when you if you're the Clippers and you lose to the Rockets in Oklahoma City, I mean, man, does that really get you mentally prepared for the playoffs when you lose to two dog teams like that? I mean, it, it's not. It, it's normal for like playoff teams to rest guys down the stretch and get them ready for the playoffs. So in the last week, last one, two games of the season, you rest your top guys, you play some young players and you just sort of write it off. And, and like, actually, if you look at LeBron James and his teams through history, like the last three or four games, his teams have like pretty you know, losing records or bad records. And it didn't happen here. Lakers won a bunch late because they had to figure out how to, you know, they had, none of them had played together. Uh, all season because you know, on, Drummond was a late addition and, and Schroeder was out with the, you know, a COVID protocol thing. So they they, were, they just needed to play. But most of these other teams, 
they they rested guys in part because they wanted to avoid the Lakers, but then also because that that's the right thing to do. It really is. Like, who cares? Like, you've already been seated, or at least you're you have an idea of where you're going to be. You're in the playoffs. The most important thing is health and having your, your guys ready. I don't think at that point you're going to worry that like you're going to lose chemistry and forget how to play. You played 70 games or whatever. The last two are that those are going to dictate. Uh, like, oh, suddenly, we, you know, we get to the playoffs and because we, you know, stunk it up for a couple of games against the worst teams in civilization, then <laughs> I think you'll be all right. I will say, Eric, the, the funniest thing about tonight, you know, I'm in Oklahoma. Oklahoma City fans are not happy with a win uh, because it kind of changes those percentages. But I think you and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. With the way that the lottery ball percentage percentage is set, sure, it dips a little bit, but all those top four or five teams have a, a pretty good shot of ending up with the number one pick overall anyway. Yeah. If they, they changed the rules a, a few years back and they actually, it, it was designed to try to prevent tanking. All it did was encourage tanking <laughs> because it, it, you know, it's true. You know, what right. actually help, what's helped uh, this year is the plan. The plan has one of the goals is to reduce tanking. And I think it, but by and large it worked, but in, in this particular case, like it used to be that they just picked the top three teams in the lottery, and now they pick the top. You know, the top four picks are all lottery. So you used to have three shots, now you have four. So you you have a better chance. The odds uh, for at the bottom, and, and if you're the Thunder, yeah, I mean you, you you want as many lottery balls as possible. But it's basically even for the the bottom three or four teams. Uh, and like you don't, you would rather be first. Like the Rockets, I think they ended up with the worst record. Because let's say you don't win the lottery, like at least you're fifth. Like you, there's a limit to how far mm-hmm. you can fall. So, uh, but then the Rockets, they traded their pick actually to the Thunder. Thunder. Yep. Yeah, and so it's a swap thing where uh, the Rockets go from let's say they're one, two, three. Uh, I think it's four. I think mm-hmm. it's top four. And then uh, if they don't get that, then they get Miami's pick. Uh, instead, and and that's from the Thunder who have that, and then the Thunder would get like let's say the Rockets were fifth. Now the Rockets, so you know there, there's all this, you know the Rockets when they committed to the tank, I mean they went full on, and you got to respect it. I mean they they, went, they they did what they had to do, uh, and the Thunder committed to it as well. And, and and as much as it's it's not a fun product to watch if you're really focused on winning, but like if you want to see this kid, you know like Poku or Moses Brown or guys who. Like, n- would never in a normal circumstance get major, major minutes. Uh, they get the opportunity, and like the only real way to develop as a player, whether it's you know, rec league or AU or college, high school uh, pros, is to play. And so they're getting a great opportunity. So I'm, I don't hate tanking. I, I don't like that. You know, you're not trying to win, but I do like that it it does have it, it does allow for players to develop in a way. Uh, that, that maybe they never would have gotten that opportunity. So you know, the Thunder, I don't think are going to be at the bottom for long. They've got so many picks. They got like more picks than anybody in history, I think. <laughs> and that's not even a joke. Like that's right. accurate. I mean, it's yeah. it's crazy. Uh, Eric, first of all, I, I think there's a good chance that Golden State upsets the Lakers. What happens if the Lakers lose two games and they get eliminated? What happens then? Do they, I don't know, they call Kevin Durant to leave the Nets, come to us? I would, they have to get another guy. What happens if they do lose it and get eliminated? Well, I mean, they'd have a better draft pick. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's, 
they'd be in the lottery. They'd probably be 14 in the lottery. But I, it's a one-game series against Steph. And, and I, I wrote my prediction uh, on Bleacher. We did like a, a roundtable. And my prediction was that the Lakers would win. But if there's if you had one guy in the entire NBA to to, to pick – where you have to win just one single game, you'd probably pick Steph. Uh, and so, yeah, the Lakers are, are vulnerable because Steph can score 50 points in a game. But I, I think they'll be fine. I think I don't like the matchup otherwise. Uh, and then you know, the Grizzlies or the Spurs, those are good teams. But I, I think the Lakers are, are better than those teams. What's important to me, if I'm the Lakers, is to beat the Warriors because they're, the Lakers' draw in their particular bracket is really favorable to them uh, because they play the Suns, they play the Nuggets, they play, I think, the Blazers. And those are all teams that they match up really well against. Uh, you know, The Nuggets' biggest advantage is size in Jokic, and the Lakers have size. Uh, and Aiden is, is is an important piece of what the Suns do, and they kind of neutralize him. Uh, whereas the Clippers are are really talented at those bigger wing positions. That's the Lakers are a little bit more vulnerable there. And then the Jazz are sort of uh, you know their shooting is off the charts, and Gobert is such a good defender. Uh, and you know Dallas is is Luca. So I, I think the Lakers need from their point of view they don't need, but they really really want to beat the Warriors. I think they're going to take it very seriously, not because of risk of falling out, but because the seventh seed is really favorable to them. Great point. Hey, real quick before I let you go, Eric, I, I'm kind of shocked that we haven't talked about the East and Arnie's and Knicks yet, but yes. uh, I, I do find I do find what's going on in the East to be incredibly fascinating now, and suddenly that kind of New York market being relevant is very exciting. I mean, I, I've got a, a good friend who's a diehard Knicks fan, and and uh, we, we spent a lot of time together through the quarantine. We were sort of in the same kind of like pod type thing situation. <laughs> and I, I, he's you know, in the beginning, it was like you know, yeah, the Knicks are going to be great because Knicks fans are usually delusional. No offense, Arnie, and, and to all Knicks <laughs> he's fans, delusional. You know, uh, but you know, at some point, it started to 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 be a real thing. And I, I know Julius pretty well from his time with the Lakers. I was there when he when they they worked him out for the first time and when he was drafted, all that's, you know, when he got hurt, all, all that stuff. Uh, when he, when, when he had a kid, I, I'm really fond of Julius and, and I've done this job long enough where, you know, the, the fandom side of, of, of my soul has been crushed, <laughs> you know, cause you're not, you, you have to be objective, but right. what, what um, I end up doing is, you know, you, you find that you root for people that you have, you know, friendships or affection for and Julius is definitely one of those guys I, I ha- so I'm, I'm thrilled for him uh, it's great for the NBA when the Knicks uh, are good because the, you yep. know it's a huge market and to have the Nets be one of the elite teams as well it's a shift because those teams have been lousy for most uh, you know the, the Nets have you know they had the Jason Kidd stretch, uh, and they did have KG for a minute, but that didn't you know really work out. By and large, they haven't been great. And the Knicks, it's been a while, and so I'm excited to see the playoffs. Uh, you know, the Celtics might, you know, they have to go through the play, and I think they'll 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 get there. But it, it's a kind of a weird uh, playoffs. I, I do think the Heat are a sleeper. Um, you know, because they're still the Heat, and they went to the finals last year. But I can't wait to see what Philly does you know, with Doc Rivers, different coach. Are the Bucks finally going to get over the hump? Uh, you know, what the, the Nets are so offensively gifted. It, can anyone stop them? But can they get any stops? Because you know, God, Giannis is going to destroy them and Embiid and whatnot. So, really exciting uh, postseason ahead. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. 
All right, man. Eric, we always appreciate your time. Thanks for hanging out late with us at Eric Pincus on Twitter. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks, Eric. All right. Anytime, guys. Talk to you soon. That's Eric Pincus, Bleacher Report, Laker Insider. Speaking of diehard Laker insiders, men who know it all about yes. what's going on inside the Staples Center, Steve DeSaker comes rolling in. What's going on, Steve? We've got a lot of NBA to discuss as the regular season ended tonight. But first off, this from Tyson Fury tonight. Now, confirmation of this fight this summer has not been made official by either of the boxers' promoters. But Tyson Fury announced he will take on Anthony Joshua August 14th in Saudi Arabia. Fury holds the WBC belt. Joshua has the others. There hasn't been a unified or an undisputed heavyweight champion in over 20 years since Lennox Lewis. So just for the record, that's on the sports horizon. And a NASCAR note next Sunday will be on FS1 again with NASCAR's first event at the Austin, Texas road course. And then the Coca-Cola 600s on Fox TV Memorial Day weekend. Today at Dover, Alabama. Alex Bowman won the race. Kyle Larson finished second. Hendrick Motorsports drivers took the top four spots. That's a first for one organization since 2005. And team owner Rick Hendrick said negotiations with Alex Bowman today's winner are underway and that a contract extension is, quote, a formality. As for the NBA, Utah won easily at Sacramento tonight. The Utah Jazz clinched the number one seed in the West, which is great news for them because Phoenix had won today to keep the pressure on staying alive for the top seed. Phoenix had gone 3-0 and against Utah head-to-head regular season, would have won a tiebreaker. Dallas lost tonight but did clinch the five seed in the West as a division champ. Dallas versus the Clippers in the first round. Uh, Oklahoma City, which had lost nine straight, beat the Clippers tonight, just Jeez, for the record. Portland secures the sixth seed. They stay at six in the West standings and after beating Denver tonight, will be at Denver to start the first round best of seven. The Lakers have won five in a row going into a play-in date, hosting Golden State late Wednesday night. Golden State won its sixth straight game. That's 10 p.m. Eastern time from L.A., Lakers hosting the Warriors. Let's go. The loser of that has to play Friday to save their season. Over in the East tonight, Brooklyn was a winner to clinch the number two seed. So Milwaukee's number three. And the Knicks won today to clinch the four seed. They'll face Atlanta in the first round. Knicks beat Boston, which did not play its regulars. Uh. The Celtics, we already knew, would host a playing game on Tuesday. We now know it's Celtics hosting the Wizards, who came back to beat Charlotte 115-110. So the Wizards move up to eighth in the East. 9 p.m. Eastern time Tuesday from Boston. The loser of that has to play Thursday. But the Hornets are slumping to end the season. Five straight losses now. They have a playing game Tuesday at Indiana, and the loser's out. That's the game that's going to start this week's play-in tourney. Indiana won its finale today, by the way. Into the Basketball Hall of Fame, 16 people total in the class of 2021, including Chris Bosh and Chris Weber. Three NHL playoff openers. Islanders won in overtime on the road. Minnesota won in overtime on the road. And Tampa Bay scored late to win on the road. K.H. Lee took the Byron Nelson Classic by three strokes. His first tour victory, Lee from South Korea, was 25 under par. But how about this? He now gets the last spot in this week's PGA Championship in South Carolina. He's now fully exempt on the tour for two and a half seasons. There was a weather delay late in the round. He finished out the win. Jordan Spieth dropped to a tie for ninth place, seven back, just north of Dallas, where Spieth is from. And to baseball, the Padres won the Sunday night game at home, beating St. Louis 5-3. The Cards two games over Milwaukee. Cards still first place in the NL Central. Seattle beat Cleveland and Shane Bieber 3-2. Miami down the Dodgers 3 to two 
MVP of the World Series, Corey Seager, officially placed on the injured list with a broken hand after being hit by a pitch last night. He's out at least four weeks. His right hand's in a cast. The Dodgers have 13 players on the injured list at the moment. Looks like David Price is back tomorrow. Cincinnati, 7-6 winners at Colorado as the Reds scored four in the top of the eighth and two more in the ninth. One run in the ninth on a pass ball and one on a wild pitch. So a complete gift from the Rockies, who own the worst record in the National League. Washington scored three in the eighth to win 3-0 at Arizona. Angels got a Shohei Otani two-run homer top of the ninth to win at Boston 6-5. Orioles beat the Yankees. Baltimore was down 4-0 top of the first and still beat the Yanks 10-6. Giants won again. Ex-Dodger Alex Wood is 5-0 after a 4-1 victory at Pittsburgh. Kyle Hendricks actually had a good start for the Cubs, winning 5-1 at Detroit. Tampa Bay beat the Mets 7-1. Notice we haven't mentioned the Mets name tonight, Chris Plank. Have not mentioned that. Yeah. Now they are for they still, lost three in a row. They, they had won seven in a row. They are still first place in the NL East. The Phillies lost, so they're still a half game up on the Phils. But the Mets offense was 2-for-29 today. Uh. And that includes Francisco Lindor with the new Cubs. Contract 0 for 4 and batting 190. By the way, not paying him a lot of money. Yeah, that's going to be a a lengthy contract as this goes on. By the way, Bryce (laughs) Harper did not play in the Phillies' loss, out with a sore shoulder. White Sox two in the bottom of the ninth beat Kansas City 4-3. Houston won at six straight. Oakland won on the top of the ninth run with a a wild pitch on a strikeout. They won 7-6 at Minnesota. Milwaukee a winner, and that's it. Love it, Steve. Have a great week, man. We'll talk to you again next mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday. And no, night you can't have Fox next Sports weekend Radio. off, so you better be at work. Playoff time. Don't want it. Thank yeah. you, non-boss. You're welcome. You're were, welcome. You, <laughs> were you trying to take next weekend I'm the boss of everybody. Voila. I, I'm, I'm being serious now. You don't really believe that, right? I mean, you well, know that Well, the Steve... problem is he's not the boss in his own house, and therefore ah, when he goes okay, to work. So when he comes here, yeah. it's... i got to be the boss right. of somebody. <laughs> Let's hit a couple of tweets here. Thanks, Steve. You can hit us up. The show never stops on Twitter. Now, Ben Maller slides in here. The Maller Militia takes over, and we listen to Who? Ben spew his hot point uh, sports opinions all night long. But we never stop on Twitter. I'm at Plank Show. Arnie's at Stinkin' Genius One. And everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. A couple of... Uh, Loose ends to tie up from earlier in the show. Nature Boy wrote, Kelvin Benjamin wants to try out for a tight end job with the Giants. Where's all the outrage we heard when Tebow (laughs) dared to want the same goal? I don't know. I've I've heard a lot of fat jokes with Kelvin Benjamin signing with the Giants. I mean, yeah, not his, quite it, the same name as uh, Tim Tebow. Not, not as polarizing, polarizing as a as a Tim Tebow and what he brings to the table. Ralphie Boy writes your favorite quirk of any team's NFL schedule. I think the Ravens getting five weeks at home with four games and a bye in between really benefits them greatly. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought that was big. I found it to be very, very interesting how strategic the NFL was with the Packers schedule. Yeah. You know, you heard Todd Furman was talking about what is that opening weekend where you've got the, 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 the Packers on opening week and then you also in that have the, the Giants and the Broncos in that weekend as well. But here's a quirk that stood out to me, and I'm very happy that we finally got to this after me trying to avoid it for the whole show because yeah. I knew it would take over. Two of the first three games for the Packers are in primetime, right? So week two and week three. The Packers aren't in primetime again until like late October, whenever they have their Thursday night game. So that's, you know, Thursday night games are what they are. You can have your Thursday night game. 
But then NBC and ESPN don't put them on Monday Night Football until they're flexible, Arnie. So in other words, two games early, Packers, if it's not Aaron Rodgers, we'll see what Jordan loves like. But right. whenever you start thinking about how many weeks are we in the season now? What, a 17-week, 18-week yeah. season? So uh, they're actually not in prime time again until week 17 and week uh, 14. So by that point, if there's no Aaron Rodgers and they suck, you can flex them out. Yeah, but if they're, they're early backside. on, yeah. I think it's brilliant that the NFL worked that out. They're covering their backside. I thought that when I first saw the schedule, I'm like, oh, well, they think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be on the Packers all year long because they had scheduled a lot. It didn't occur to me that they were waiting toward the end yeah. of the, uh, the schedule so they could flex them on out. Do they know something that we don't know? It, is it up to them to call the Packers and say, hey, what's going on here? Sure. There's a lot of money at stake along with the ratings and billions of dollars. You better give us a little bit of a heads up. Again. Um, um, you, you would think if anybody had the inside, it would be them. Yeah, Two of the first three. So, in other words, you've got the Lions in the second Monday night football game of the year, and then the Niners, Niners-Packers. I mean, they seem like they play in the playoffs every single year when the pa- Niners make it. But that's week three on NBC. But then again, you don't worry about them in primetime until really late in the year. I mean, I... I, maybe they backed into it. Maybe they stumbled into it. But it was brilliant from a strategy perspective on that front. Uh, and then one more quick one I wanted to get to here because we were talking about Oakland and you had brought up the Montreal A's. Mark writes, Oakland lost the Raiders twice. The Warriors moved back to San Francisco. There is slim chance they can keep the A's. I would not expect the politicians to get a stadium built. It's been a topic for decades not likely yeah. to happen. Yeah, it's hmm. not, it's not going to happen. You feel bad, but th- does that mean that they'll just go to Santa Clara, which is pretty much they'll be in the area for the Ace fans out there? What happened to the Ace fans? You know, I, did they just stop going because of the uh, stadium, and they just said that's it? We're we're bailing on the team. I, last year, they didn't even have a radio home for right. the for the Oakland A's, so it, it really hit rock bottom. Again, um, again, going back to being literal, Chris, I think it's kind of hard because we were dealing with a pandemic and they're still on a very low percentage but of fans that can go to games. But your hope is that those fans would be loud and active and all over social media and on – you know, 95-7 the game in the, the Bay Area, making as much noise as they possibly can. So could be happening locally. Just hate to see that Oakland is probably on the verge of losing yet another sports That's franchise. unbelievable, man. I mean, the fans have to be beside themselves. And what are they going to do with that uh, that stadium? Just burn it to the ground or what? Jeez. Yeah, not good. All right, hey, um, are you are you ready? Are you ready, ready with your picks? Do you have are, – are you – by the way, I, I think I can go ahead and spoiler alert. Arnie's been claiming he's picking against the Lakers all night long, so you can prepare for that. But when we the, come back – I'll pick the four play-in games and uh, a couple of uh, first-round picks too. There you go. So Arnie's picks coming up next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Great show tonight, Bobo. Music's been on point. Love the perspective. Lead a lap. Awesome guest list this evening. We wrapped it up with Eric Pincus at Eric Pincus on Twitter. Fun conversation with Rick Buecher way back in hour number one. And Todd Furman is always on a Sunday night. Remember, if you missed any of the show, you can find it on however you consume podcasts. If it's iHeartRadio, if it's Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, whatever it might be, simply search Fox Sports Radio Weekends and boom! Our show will be right there. Great updates by Steve DeSager 
all night long. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Also, big thanks to all the great editors behind the scenes who uh, got some LeBron sound that we'll share with you headed out the door. But first... It's what y'all came for tonight. Yes. It's Arnie's Arnie's picks. Take it away, stinking genius. Give me a little music. Put me in the mood. We got NBA playoffs. This is what we're waiting for. My New York Knicks are going to play the Atlanta Hawks. I know I'm jumping uh, the schedule here for the playing games, but I just can't wait because, you see, my New York Knicks were 3-0 against Atlanta, and it was a great matchup. I mean, I was so hoping uh, they would get the number four seed. I was watching that Boston game today. It was making me sick that a no, uh, no-name no Boston team was keeping it close against my Knicks and it made such a run. But my Knicks will beat the Atlanta Hawks four games to one and advance in the playoffs. I can't wait to see who they're going to play. By the way, to, uh, a Tuesday or Wednesday. When's the Laker game? Wednesday? Wednesday the night. La- Lakers-Golden State. The Lakers are going to be leading 115 113 with three seconds left when Steph Curry launches one deep it goes in and Golden State will win it 116-115 over your Los Angeles Lakers by the way the Washington Wizards although you could boo all you want the Wizards will get by the Celtics put a little bit more heat on the Celtics there so I like that Memphis will get by San Antonio I like Indiana to win over Charlotte, who's been going in the wrong direction. And I'll give you a couple of uh, one upset. I like Miami to get by Milwaukee in the first round. I think that one's going seven. And I like Portland getting by Denver. So there you have my picks. Do with them as you please. No longer strictly for entertainment purposes only. There you go. Clap, 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 clap. No longer for entertainment purposes only. No longer, yes. Which means that at some point we need to start keeping track of how you're actually doing. Oh, I'm I'm kicking butt. I'm 92%, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Maybe they should have you on that gambling show on Fox. I don't know why they don't. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Uh, We're waiting to see LeBron James' availability on Wednesday night for the Lakers... There I say play-in game against the Golden State Warriors. Oh, You've heard play. DeSager talk about it quite a bit. Um, and again, Arnie just spoiling it. But here's what here's what LeBron had to say post-game tonight. No, this is exactly what it was. It was a tweak. I stepped on uh, uh, Alexander's foot on the way down after that last layup. Um, but I'll be fine. And then there is this. I'll, I'll prep for it as, the same as I've always prepped for a playoff uh, matchup. Because it is. Um, it's a playoff matchup between us and Golden State on, on Wednesday. Familiar with a few of their guys, um, you know, but I'll prep tomorrow uh, by myself on our day off. Um, and then as a team, we'll, we'll lock in on what needs to be done. And then Wednesday, we'll prep some more and then get ready to play Wednesday night. So, um, you know, it's a playoff game for me on Wednesday. I know that you uh, you kind of peaked your eyebrows up a little bit whenever he mentioned playing the real MVP. In, in Steph, Steph Curry, Curry, or at least, yeah, yeah his, who he thinks is the MVP. I mean, come on, we all know what's going on there, right? Well, he's just he, trying to pump him up before the game, right? Is that what you're thinking? He, he, no, no, no. He's pumping him up for whenever Steph comes to L.A. <laughs> and when your next big three is a year of LeBron, Steph, and A.D. before LeBron retires, 
and it's Steph Curry and AD for a couple of years. Maybe Russell Westbrook in the twilight of his career ooh, comes over. I, I've got the next 10 years planned out for the Lakers in Look case you. you guys want to see my future plan for them. But, yeah, no, I, I love it whenever you – it was it was like when LeBron picked AD number one overall in the play, – not playoffs, excuse me, the All-Star game draft. Come on. I, he knows I, what I, he – everything is calculated, yeah. Arnie. Everything is calculated. I like what he said. I'm familiar with a few of their players. few of their players. Well, you, right. think, you think so, LeBron? You may know a couple on the other team. Good for you. I, I would I love that. I think we need to start keeping track. Like, uh, what's the term they use in Vegas? Units. I think we need to start keeping track of how many units you could potentially u- lose with this new thing to where you're promising us things that are going to happen. I yeah, promise but that, that's you only on individual games. You can't really do that uh, on series. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. this isn't a series. This is an individual game. Yes, you're saying yes, they're done. I do. I, and I like Golden State to win by one, 116, 115, take it to the bank. If that game finishes 116-115, you might as well just retire. Because, first of all, that would mean one of those teams played some defense in some way, shape, or form. And then the other way is if – I'm telling you, I think if the Warriors are going to win that game, it's got to be like in the 130s. It's got to be Steph Curry Ooh. going crazy. They're hitting every single shot. I think if you're talking like 116-115, I think the Lakers are beating them up down low. But we'll see. It's the first time in a long time that I can honestly say – I'm excited about something that's a gimmick. Playing yes. games a gimmick, right? I mean, no, it, it really isn't truly a gimmick. is. It's, Hell yeah, it is. Come, Come on. on, I like it. I like it. I'm all, but I'm all in this year, and I think the NBA is backed into a great matchup. All right, again, thanks to Bubba. Great job all night long. Lead a lap again. If you missed anything from the show tonight, it's available on the podcast page. Search Fox Sports Radio Weekends. Steve DeSager, uh, great job by the crew cutting up all the sound. For Arnie Spanier, I'm Chris Plank. Don't go anywhere because you're already here for Big Ben Maller, who will take you until the wee hours of the morning. We'll be back next Sunday night with a full NBA first-round kind of recap of the early games. We'll see you next Sunday. For Arnie, I'm Plank. This is Fox Sports Radio. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.